Let's repeat all of that. <laughs> Pre-pod. What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 149. I am your host, Anthony Trapani. I'm very proud of us. We actually started this shit on time. But what also sucks yes. about this is the, the pre-pod things that happened before this. We usually end up getting into a conversation that should have been on the show. And we were already vibing hard. Kelly and I, by the way, <laughs> Kelly Schaefer from Atheist until the dirt with us up, guys? tonight. What up? What's up, Metal Planet? Yes, sir. We got a part two, actually, what, 80 something episodes later? Weren't you episode? I think it was episode 60. I didn't, I should have. Yeah, you guys are busy, up. man. You guys are busy. Yeah, dude. We, we still only have taken like two weeks off per year since we did it by the way three-year anniversary there's a lot of shit congratulations there's a lot of shit happening post-covid you know everything's really amping up yeah to uh you know to uh old you know old time status you know where where things are you know so many bands so you guys have a lot of things to cover so many new albums and dude totally and sure. and and i got my side note i just went out to a show this last uh weekend uh in roseville saw cryptopsy Great fucking band. Holy shit. Flow Monier. Shout out to Flow. Flow was the first. Dude. Well, actually, it's funny. I saw Alex walking down the street while I was pulling up. And then I ran into Flow. And then I went to the brewery and saw all the other dudes. Gabe Sieber was there. It was just like, oh, dude, full charge, like awesome positivity and love immediately as soon as you sh I showed up. And Flow was the first guy that I ever asked to be an atheist when I was uh, um getting ready to go back and when i was when i decided like, i want to go back out on tour and put a new band together can't remember the year it was oh, but man. i that's yeah, yeah. i was like hey man what are you doing he was like dude i already he'd already committed to uh to the mormon angels the the uh shit, i forget what it's called the david and the shit what uh, i am morbid or not? yeah i am morbid sorry yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, i think okay. initially he was the drummer or one of those bands that he plays in with david uh he'd already committed but Oh, wow. but I, you know we we've been friends since uh, we played together in canada and he's you know he's a fucking great drummer there's only you know there's only a handful of people i just thought it'd be kind of cool and initially i was gonna like try to pull in like an all-star cast you know when yeah. i was like wanting to go back out but um but yeah i love cryptopsy man so totally yeah and I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys right now uh, that band is the fucking canadian bees knees dude they they literally every single one of those guys full 100 professional fully 100 their performance dude i'm i'm gonna say right now matt is such a fucking sick front man flow yep. is literally better than he's ever been um I, i'll say good. about the whole package of that that uh tour if you guys have not if it's coming to your town um please get out there and see it because i was so impressed from you know even the local local opener i forget what their name was but then into warforge every single band warforge 
I mean, I bought two T-shirts of Warforged that night, dude, to support. Yes. Obviously, because they got some Lynch references on them too. Lost Highway, what up? But also, it <laughs> <Fucking> was nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally, totally. I'll I'll that. I know, right? I'll, 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 I'll take that all fucking night. Dude. Uh, I've been waiting for that. But in reality. <laughs> This, this, they, I had never seen Warforge live. They had been on, you know, members of the band have been on our show twice. Joel and I have been on uh, Jason's podcast. And um, to see that in person, uh, it, it was just as strong as Cryptopsy. Everybody had their own, you know, contribution to the night. Everything, every band was different and unique in their own way. And, and I really, the way a show should be, actually, you know, I mean, too many times it's, uh, four of the same kind of bands and it's just too much man you know i mean uh you got to have dynamics in a show in a song in a movie you know mm -hmm. always got to be dynamics highs and lows everywhere uh mm -hmm. that's how the earth works day night hot cold it's constant but, you know, everything yeah. speaking everything of has to be polarizing and we were talking earlier about reviews of till the dirt and i was like yeah you know some people fucking hate it some people love it uh I like that. You know, I, I love that. But everything should be polarizing. You know, I mean, yeah. otherwise yeah. it's not moving. It's not moving air, you know. So oh, anyway. I got a comment. Shout out to Crypto. Fuck yeah, that rules. Hey, Kelly. So like, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I was chilling in San Diego uh, and my friend David opened the show at Brick by Brick for you and Cynic. Um, and it was like an electronic, crazy, like uh, opening act, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Paul. Warbreaker, wanted, shout out. Yeah, Warbreaker. Yeah and paul wanted some like paul he's friends i'll with set Dave. that up yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and uh he wanted something completely just left field like totally different but still well, like paul had yeah. half of the dates and we had the other half of the dates to choose the openers yeah and uh okay. yeah nice and of course you know paul paul pulled in all kinds of you know the, um Fringe you know he's paul you know i mean that's yeah. what he does he was like 100 yeah he literally he literally uh Threw an idea and he's like dude i would like to have i would like to have a comedian open for us and i was like <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny though like, <laughs> I put on, like, oh, you know, <laughs> Did, didn't nirvana used to do that or something? it's didn't not Bob unheard of in the rock it, community like bobcat goldthwait go tour with like nirvana you know uh jim brewer opened for metallica so i mean yeah it's, right. yeah, it's definitely yeah. not it's not added, but i mean you know uh being being that we're uh I don't know, man. I, it, it's just funny. I was like, I don't know, Paul. I said, I think we should just. I think we go with music. You know, you you pick some uh, some strange avant garde. You know, he wanted like you know DJs and acoustic acts and stuff like that. And you know what? It worked, man. The beauty of that whole tour was just, man. What a you know, if you if you were in the room for any of those shows, you knew you were you were gonna get. You had to be prepared for a lot of different styles man i mean you know anthony i know anthony's gonna talk about the, yeah i'm gonna bring it up right now the show we saw over in santa cruz was a guy in a hammock eating pizza and like just like music playing in the background so so can i tell you something about santa cruz man that that i can't tell you like if i could show you under my skin that's where that show is in my world and like i, oh, man. I, I was i mean i was i had some good friends over there it's just one of those shows man that just did not work out i'm and sorry dude that vet hall was the worst um man, it was, it was just it felt like we were playing so a VF, it felt like we were playing like a vfw or a school auditorium or it just man I, and it was so lit Echoey. there were so many lights it was like it was lit up like we were doing surgery and i and i <laughs> And it just pulled me out of my game, dude. I mean, it's like I, 
I uh, I yeah. fucked up that night. And I apologize to everybody in Santa Cruz who I fucking loved playing that time. That was a beautiful part of California that I've never played. And um, there was a, a guy there that I met, uh, came to our bus and he owned a pot company. And uh, fuck, I can't remember his name right now, offhand, but he brought us like 15 different kinds of his weed, like jars. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, we were two days from going to Canada. So, so we had to, uh, so oh, I was like, I'm not fucking partying with this weed. We have to figure out a way. So I got, I got with the bus driver and we went to a truck stop and um, we were going to play uh, Vancouver and then Seattle after Santa Cruz. Oh. And so in the, I, I think that was the, the routing. And so I asked him, I was like, can we drop this weed off and bury it in Seattle and then go to fucking Canada and then come back and pick it up in Seattle? And he was like, okay. nice nice that's awesome and then then it's like you gotta make a map and all that shit no 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 he he was he was like an old school truck truck driver he knew exactly what to do and he no i meant i got got an idea you got your own pirates map dude you just use an apple air tag and put it like in a bag yeah yeah that would have worked oh yeah but uh, we were able to get it all back but yeah somebody i was just literally it was waiting uh the band was sound checking a lot of times i don't sound check and the guys will do it for me and and i um and so I, I just don't like sound checking. It's, uh, I'm either fucking in a fight or I'm not in a fight. I can't like pretend yeah, to be a fight. You know? Shadow box and act like you're doing the right. Thing. <laughs> well, just I mean, if, if somebody wants me to check a microphone the way I check it or the way I'm singing live, it's just a, it's a hey punch me. It's like okay, well, beat up my entire family in front of me and watch how hard I punch you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I punch yeah, harder yeah. when I'm on stage. So, oh, so anyway, yeah, yeah. totally. Bless my, my band is so amazing. Those guys are fucking killer. And, and you all have always checked my mic and everything's always cool and perfect. But uh, so I was sitting outside and that guy comes and he's like, hey, man, you know. And so he's like, can I bring you a gift? And at that time, I thought, nah, you know, maybe he'll bring a joint or something. Uh, but not only did he bring all that pot, but he brought uh, Italian food for everybody. Nice. Like really yeah. good Italian food. Yeah, he must have spent $500, I mean, or more. Like, and so I don't know. I don't know how we got in that conversation. Oh, Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I, mean, right I love every single part of it except for our time that we played because I just feel like it wasn't the show that that the rest of the tour That wasn't stopped. your venue, dude. I mean, have been at the Catalyst. I was going to say Catalyst would have given you guys exactly what you wanted yeah, what in, from Santa Cruz. and um, Next time. Santa Cruz come out. Yeah, I, I know that. I have actually a story that about date was, that date was added <laughs> later and it was, so I have a story. Know, it was actually kind of actually my personal fault. Um, cause I, cause Joel Hasten, my good friend was like, threw an offer out at you guys or at the, at the, cause I was like, dude, it'd be sick. I, I was going to just be like, I'm down. For, I'll pay fucking atheist and like fucking Cynic to come play my house for like three grand, four grand or something. I was like, I just, yeah. so, so they can get some gas money because they were doing a, you guys were doing a big drive. So I was like, yeah, from like LA, like up past California, like north. And I was like, dude, just come chill and fucking barbecue and let's fucking jam. And Joel was like, you know what? He's all, should I, should I do it? Should I get it? And I was like, uh, and he was like talking like money stuff with me. And I'm like, I don't know about Santa Cruz, man. I really don't. I don't know if it'll pull like because Santa Cruz is such a, a weird spot, like San Francisco oakland all that stuff that would like sell out yeah we had a know? great show on san fran with um no, I was there with, yeah we were yeah there and i was there. there i was gonna get into that kelly later on tonight too yeah we yeah were, but uh I, so I basically what happened was what happened but was i think you know pound for pound even though it was very well lit and all that hopefully you could at least see the new the new band i mean those are you know three new guys that i that i in six months had to pull together 
because I yeah. lost the last time we talked, I had a different lineup. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly when we talked last, but it had to at least be a, a year ago. Right. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. over For a year sure. ago. Yeah. 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 And so I had, you know, my last lineup, uh, a couple of those guys bailed on me, like literally 48 hours before a European tour. And, uh, it's just, Damn. was one of the most catastrophic moments of my career because I just couldn't fucking believe that somebody would cancel two days, but when, you know, all this right. money's paid, buses paid for, fucking horrible and we were headlining you know and so uh it fucked all the opening bands and you know my apologies to all those you know abysmal dawn all, all those you know summoner circle all the bands that were you know that had to take time off work you know explain to their girlfriends how they were going to go on tour and make no money uh you know all the ins and outs of each individual person from each of those bands i fucking feel that pain and i had to take it on the chin because i really didn't want to air it out in the in the social media as it was happening yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. so everybody's like oh what a dick you know to cancel european tour like oh you know so i <laughs> it's I, my wife was like you got to stay off social media for a couple of weeks and i was like okay yeah yeah so, but uh it wasn't my yeah, fault man i would never wife was smart with that i would never do that uh so anyway i had to quickly well it was hard i didn't you know and it was i was told my management i was like i don't know how the fuck do i put together an entirely new atheist man <laughs> i felt exhausted just talking about it you know because it's it's, it's, it's one thing to, for people to learn that material, but then when I get in a room with them, there's so many things that people can't hear in that music yeah. that, I, that I have to, the, so it's actually this. It sounds like that, but it's this. And you have to go through each each of these songs, and each song has like five songs in it, you know what I mean? So atheist stuff is like, you know, there's just so many things, and there's so many little little nuances that, you know, even the, the, the best musicians may listen and think, oh, I can play that, you know, but... I mean, I think you can hear the obs the Obscura cover of Piece of Time. You know, Obscura is one of the most talented bands yep. of, of of our of our era right now. And uh, props oh. to them. You know, I mean, really incredible band. But when you listen to their version of Piece of Time, it's like, mm. you know, it's it's uh, and the reason why is because they're they're too perfect. Like yeah. you have to, you got to be a little fucked up to play atheist. You got to. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. You can't be playing. You can't play to a click track. You can't, you can't do grit it out. You, there's no yeah. gritting any of that out. Yeah, yeah. So while the cover, they, you know, they, it's cool, and I'm, you know, I'm honored that they did the cover and everything. But it was, but I'm, I'm just using it as a point. It's different, and uh, you know, they did an incredible job. It's just that, uh, it's there's a difference between feeling and, and and having a song sort of, you know, changing time. You know, as as the song is going, it's breathing. You know, and uh, just like in a live setting. You know, I mean, uh, but these days, everybody's playing to a click. And so music is just like, tick, 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 tick. and we hear four bands in a row that are playing like that. It's like, that can get pretty fucking exhausting, you know? So, uh, I think it's a linguistic thing too, dude. Like it gets to a certain point where you can't translate it through, you know, words or numbers. It's kind of just like a different kind of language that is being spoken in there too that you can't tell some dude this is how it goes you know this it, it's a feel yeah you were just saying a feel thing you kind of just like naturally feel someone that knows the language but the doesn't know the dialect about, what's that someone that knows the language but doesn't have the dialect down like if it's a certain part of a different country that's a that could be like an analogy sure. where like yeah yeah like, i get it but like there's other parts to it that are kind of like yeah and, more, and when, when you connect the dots on those things and i think each of the guys in the band would agree um I think you just had Alex on the show recently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sick Alex dude. is like Alex is like this super smart, uh, so smart, so studious player, like just fucking really precise. And um, yeah, yeah. and so I, you know, 
it, it's almost like I have to because in Jerry Watunsky, our other guitar players, fucking brilliant. You know, you almost have to kind of like dumb them down a little bit. It's like, no, 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 not that perfect. <laughs> you know, it's got it's got to be just a little off. You know, and uh, yeah. but man, he was so receptive to it, and it was so refreshing to see. Uh, you know, such an incredible young talent like him and Jerry uh, go, okay, I get it, old guy. Let me fucking, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me back it up into this fucking feeling it out world. And uh, and just, man, I can't say enough about that band. You know, I mean, they are playing the shit out of stuff like Elements and, you know, I mean, they're playing like Water, the song Water. Oh, yeah. Like uh, those songs to me always felt like, you know, we never really played them in our set over the years when Steve was in the band. Um, you know, Steve had a real hard time with the elements material um, because it was uh, it was done by Josh Greenbaum, who was a who was a jazz kid, and um, and it was just a a different feel. You know, Steve Flynn is fucking tremendous, sick, one of a kind drummer, one of a kind for sure. Just so good, I can't I, just, I can't even overstate it enough. But uh, but this kid Josh that played on Elements was just a uh, just different, just so different than uh, also you know, unique, yeah really really about you know being solid and and um and so uh you know uh dylan marks came in as our drummer you know and he so so that's a tough you know it's a call order to, to first of all try to emulate steve flynn's stuff uh and then you throw in the element stuff but i i never really felt like that stuff was um played it just didn't really move the crowd the way it did on this most recent tour so mm -hmm. i don't know if that was just because it was a cynic and atheist thing and like me and Paul were talking about on another podcast, like it was nice to play in a room full of people that knew what they were signed up for, so to speak. You know, they they right. knew oh, we're, we're here to see fucking tech, jazzy fucking metal. Whereas Cynic and Atheist have always, almost 99% of the time, played on bills where we had to hope that somebody would be like, all right, you know, because it's full of blast beats and fucking, and, and everybody, everybody wants, oh, you know, they want to know. Uh, and then we're just, two bands that are very unpredictable and, and and so you know if you put one of us on a like you know we each had to open for cannibal corpse in our career yeah and man cannibal, cannibal corpse people they they want it like they want it you know you, you can't fancy up their hamburger man they want their fucking hamburger the way they want it and don't be they'll be trying to <laughs> yeah. come out with your fancy fucking <laughs> bullshit metal like they didn't they didn't like either one of us and we and, went, at, the, and at the time that you guys is, were doing yeah. that too that was that was before the you know vast expansion and oh yeah no, i was at a time where people are like well, what are the what the fuck are you what are you doing what is this like what do you call this music and uh, that was yeah. <laughs> and that's where we you know like brain metal and tech metal and all that shit kind of came from because people were like ah brain metal so brain check metal. me out so i've been thinking metal. about that was a sticker stuff. on the album yeah that was just on the sticker of the really? album yeah it says uh florida's original brain metal um uh, and I, it, it probably came from an interview back. or something. I, I'm, I'm sure I said it at some point. But because I was frustrated with uh, back then, it was very uh, you know, it was it was all about gore and blood and guts and yeah. job. And, and you guys were getting cerebral with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were like, they were like, what the fuck? And and um, so and then Cynic came along uh, after us, and and I was like, yeah, they get it. You know, they understand. Like. Um, they're writing about different shit. They're they're vibing in these different moods, and so it was just hard for. In, in, it's just so ironic. Is, that, I have this theory, and it's probably you got you could probably attest to this. Um, so what tripped me out was that when you guys announced the tour of you guys going out together, and it was the first time you guys had ever gone on tour together. Correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and and that blew my mind but then remembering how both you you guys in your interviews on this show previously have talked about being the outcast and how hard it was for you guys to fit in on all the pretty much all the tours that you guys did of course you guys wouldn't take the chance of putting both of those uh outcast energies together on one bill because it, it, you guys probably felt like it, nobody would have shown up you know well maybe back in the day sure i mean um it, nobody would have bought that tour you know but uh on this this time around you know it was both of our 30th anniversaries uh, our 30th for elements there's for focus and you know and paul paul came to uh the show that we did with suffocation in la uh like the year the year before that or something like that and and at that point, man, he couldn't imagine himself on stage again. He was just like, I don't know how, you know, I mean, you lose two really important band members. Yeah. Like, how, how do you go out and do that? Especially, you know, in any short period of time. And I was like, man, and, and uh, we really, you know, me and Paul have been close for a lot of years. So I was like, listen, you know, eight weeks after watching my best friend fucking die in the middle of the road, Roger Patterson, you know, we, yeah. you know, we went in and did Unquestionable Presence. Imagine if we didn't do that. You yeah. know, imagine if we would have been right. like, oh, man, I was like, so Paul, you got to do this, dude. I said, you got, you know, you got to go out and give, you know, people love your music more than ever now. And uh, to see it play live, I, I feel like would, uh, would be amazing. And, um, and so that's how it came about. And then if, if he called me about six months later and said, hey, man, let's do it. So uh, we called our managers and they got together and they they booked the tour and off we went. So it it really happened that way. And it was just beautiful and easy and effortless and fun. And it was two sides of the technical coin that allowed you to come. And, you know, whoever, depending on who the opening band was, you were definitely going to see a very wide variety of uh, musical styles in one night. But the common denominator was metal, you know? So I liked I like to say, man, it was kind of, I, I got the honor of like Paul, uh, last, whatever it was like last year, like, like hanging out one night and he's like, Hey man, what do you think about a cynic atheist tour? Like, wh- what do you think about that or whatever? Like, you know, and I was just like, what do I think about it? Like, what like I was <laughs> like, I've been waiting to happen my whole like, life. Let's do this shit. Like, you know? So yeah, it's, it's yeah. It and, amazing. and that, awesome that just, that. it like, gives me, uh, it gives me the feels to know that now we're in a time where two of my all time favorite bands from arguably yeah. the, the Mecca of death metal. Um, they were finally the, the environment has was um, accepting enough to where, you know, fringe prog death metal bands that, that worked well, no, man they were getting it you know i mean they were they were getting it because there's moments in cynic songs that are just like going to a jazz show yeah where it's like yeah where, where it just breaks away into a bass solo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at a jazz show people will fucking you know yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll clap at the end of the of the of the solo yeah and that you know that happens at a cynic show um you know and we were coming out before that with this yeah. different, this different technical approach this fucking manic by you know, so it was like this bipolar metal evening, right? You know, you know it's like yeah, yeah. this, and then fucking, oh, oh everything's okay, everything's okay. You know, I mean, so <laughs> it, it, it would pull you back in and be like, 
you know, and so uh, I, I can't think of any other bill that was <laughs> really like that. You know I mean? like. And then when you guys trade off, it'd be like cynics be like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to prepare you for one. The man. No, 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 we always bipolar shit. Oh, no, you, no, uh, no, we always play trade off. No, no, we always play first. Oh, uh, okay. Or not first, but I mean, we played right before cynic always. I, I always, I don't, I personally don't like headlining. Like I don't like playing last. Same. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I love playing. I'm too. on. I'm on your side too, dude. It's I'm the, the best. The, the best. The best time is like you know if it's a four band bill, third is fucking beautiful. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. feeling great. Everybody's not tired. Once Nobody's you're looking, the energy is still there for you. No one's looking at their watch. You know, shows get pushed back all the time, and uh, you know if you're if you're playing direct support, then you're always going to be in the good. The good zone, you know what I mean, and uh, so I'll probably watch this and be like, "You fucker!" <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. We did it. We did it with cattle, and it was amazing. You know, the cattle was kind enough to bring us out on tour, and um, that was one of the best tours. We, you know, that was that was a lot of fun. That was with a different lineup, but but um, we're really, uh, you know, a really really good lineup as well. The last lineup that I had, the guys that bailed out were incredible. You know. Um, I just feel so fortunate that I found a band that's even better. I mean, I, 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 I told my, I told my manager, I was like, how am I going to fucking top those guys? You know what I mean? They were fucking, they were killing yeah. it. And then, uh, man, I searched high and low. And, you know, our drummer was in San Diego, Dylan Marks. And, yeah, and I then talked I found to Al Alex with, um, uh, you know, he been doing De Desiderium and, and Archaic. And, uh, yeah. and when I saw his videos on YouTube, I mean, it was in Jerry Wachowski, is a kid that I've seen on YouTube for, you know, since he was like 14 years old. I mean, just kind of like grooming him. <laughs> wow. Grooming right? him to fucking play in this band. I've asked him, I asked him on two, uh, two occasions, like once when he was 17, once when he was 19 to be in the band. And he was like, Oh man, I still live with my mom. And, you know, and, uh, you know, so I'm not ready yet, you know? And so this time around he was like 25 or 24. And I was like, you wow. fucking ready? He's like, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. And man, was yeah. he ever ready? I can't. I mean, yeah. that kid, that kid's a fucking rock star, man. Like, dude, well, well I gotta say, real quick, my neck right there, dude. Yeah, I know, right? I gotta say, real quick, dude. So, I fucking I saw you with suffocation come through at Brick by Brick, actually. And that's the night I got COVID the first time. It's kind of funny, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> not my fault. That, no, no, definitely <laughs> not your fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, who cares? The point is that happened, and then like, fucking, I saw you guys again, and like that night, I was like. I was honestly most stoked to see Atheist that night because I was just like, dude, I've never seen Atheist. It was like to me, I was Suffo Atheist show. I think Surreption played. I think that was the yeah. same. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I was just like, oh my god! Like so, yeah. so basically, that was like completely insane. And then you guys killed it. It was Thank great. You. And yeah. Then, but when I saw you, I saw I watched your sound check. You know, back. You know, because David was, I was hanging, I was helping him with the stuff, and we saw your sound check. We saw Cynic's sound check, and we like hung out and stuff. And uh, and did you guys play? And we talked. I talked to Dylan for a while because he's he's from Oceanside, I guess. Love him so much. Yeah, dude. But dude, honestly, like I was just like, how is this band like even better? Like to me, I, I couldn't yeah. believe it. I could not believe it. Dude, you guys. Do you know why? There's there was a different uh, personal so dynamic. Uh, also, you know, not so so. It's like you know, they uh, yeah. Jerry, for instance. Uh, the level of precision was like really um, it was unique because like Jerry Wotonski is like this old soul of a young, he's the youngest in the band. He's just a kid and he's, 
it couldn't be fucking sweeter and he just is is perfect in every way but he has this old school like mentality and alex is like this modern yeah. new school kid you know what i mean and uh but they got along so well together like mm-hmm. and that, that's hard to do it's hard to find five people that want to be married to each other that have similar you know and dylan yeah, it dylan, is a marriage too dylan is also yeah. like this jolly super funny charismatic amazing fucking guy to hang out with like you want to hang out with each one of these guys you want to hang out with them and uh and i found myself just like inspired by them i would stand on stage and like dylan marx plays atheist songs like john bonham would play them like mm-hmm. it's like yes he he's such a big kid you know Dude, he's when good. he hits the snare yeah. he fucking hits the snare yeah. i could feel it on stage and that, that that fills my gas tank you know what i mean like and then jerry uh as a guitar player just it, you know what a lot of people don't understand musically is uh atheist had two left-handed guitar players myself and ran ran played upside down so yeah, i remember I watching the garage yeah, days the garage videos yeah yeah so so when you play upside down and you write music and in the his solos have this in this vibrato that any guitar player will understand what i'm talking about like this vibrato he's able to pull down instead of pushing up yeah pushing up like you do as a normal guitar player mm-hmm. he's able to and you have so much more leverage that way so the yeah. vibrato is really hard to emulate for people that don't play left-handed so anyway long story short jerry fucking killed all this vibrato playing it right-handed you know what i mean and uh just you know um it's just you know I, those albums are so old that those productions are are dated and passe in, in a way you know what i mean it's still tolerable to listen to but but when you oh, hear it yeah, in a, when you tolerable. hear it in a 21st century live killer full range pa system with modern guitar tones and played precisely with that it, same energy yes yeah atheist those songs fucking grew into something else and i, was and like, I think wow, that's, that's yeah that is made true. my that's what made my reaction the same way as casey's you know because i mean I've been watching suffocation for 20 years, you know, as many times that I've been able to see suffo in the last yep. two decades. So good. Um, and, and it's great every time, bro. I, that is a show. That's another band too. You know, they, they were also a part of that, you know, that early, um, well, very compressed, you know, era of production. Well, speaking um, of which, I mean, dude, let's all be real. Like, I mean, I literally heard of atheist from the effigy, photo shoot with mike smith and the atheist yeah, the hell yeah <laughs> because i was like in high school i was like in the, in the 90s like you know like oh shit like fucking shout out to mike by the way man we're still in contact all the time man yeah. oh yeah here's mike and and no oh, doubt they, yeah, they, we love that's our favorite band like my whole point yeah my whole point was yeah. at that night the, at the dna lounge in frisco um i had seen suffo so many times that that i was so ready for atheist you know and and i'm so familiar with your full catalog that you know i was just showing up ready to go you know and 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 when that happens sometimes you you could fall short you know yeah with with something like that and and I want to say, not just because you're a guest on our show tonight and all this kind of shit, I got to lick your taint for real. That shit 
was was like i was at church bro i literally was at the at church and the spirit was going through my body dude i love that yes and it's so funny that i'm saying i was at church while watching a band called atheist but that's why i love it you know the the funniest thing i mean you talk about different vibes of different like shows like you talk about the cynic atheist vibe versus the suffo atheist vibe i was i mean i was at the same show anthony's talking about with suffo and atheist i was in san francisco we were both at the dna lounge yeah and i was completely like blown away on how brutal the fucking pit was for you guys it was like it was like one of the most violent pits i've ever seen and it was for (laughs) atheists and my brain was just going like wait a minute this is like the cool avant-garde jazz band it's like and people were getting like people were getting like so crazy in the pit and i was like i was like this is like the most bizarre awesome thing i've ever seen in my life and then like you know going to see you two it's aggressive, man. I mean, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know, it's it's funny. I think, I think sometimes people uh, hear about bands and they think, oh, you know, because a lot of people think of atheists and they think, oh, they must be very serious and, um, you know, they must be uh, lab coats and fucking equations and uh, <laughs> that's how people always thought about it. Would always just come out with a Van Halen attitude to be oh, as yeah. aggressive as possible and to be, you know, like a show is not a show without um, without participation. And so I yeah. demand it as a front man. I demand you fucking party with me. You know, you, yeah, yeah. you have fun with me and I will guide you through these crazy songs, you know, with my hand gestures and, and my thing, <laughs> you know, I will, I will pull you through like a conductor and, and uh, we will fucking have fun when we play. It won't yeah. be this pretentious, look at us, how, how fucking technical we are. It's never that bullshit with atheists at all. It's uh, and I think that that's kind of unique, man. And, um, and it translates better now than it did back in the day. Because uh, it's an idea that people can wrap their head around now, uh, yeah. as there are hundreds of bands that are complex and and um, and intricate. So um, and far far more than than we were, you know. But uh, you know, it's just well, like, like Black Sabbath is a band that really set off heavy metal. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, oh, but 100%. it couldn't be more basic. But it doesn't take anything mm-hmm. away from so so while animals is leaders and and between the buried and me and all these yeah. there's so many way more technical bands than atheist and cynic you know for that matter um it, it doesn't matter and it's it's nice yeah. to be in that place as a as an older guy as a you know it's nice to be a to have a safe spot in history where it doesn't really matter you know i mean i'm happy that, because that's all i ever asked for like people to always say like you know where is this where does this music go? And I was like, people have to learn how to play like really well. And, and, uh, and they did, not only did they learn how to play well, but God, the talent of today's musicians is fucking staggering. Well, like, we, staggering. we talk about how once bars are set, you know, so you guys set a, a certain bar for things at the time that you guys did. And one, path, yeah. Yeah. And once those bars are set, it, it's, it's, only a matter of time before somebody tries to exceed it you know yeah, but that's the point you you, you want them to i want yeah them to. yeah maybe, totally. maybe people that are insecure in their in their world would be like oh i hope nobody break you know, like even football players athletes you know uh i think a lot of athletes you know are happy for people that break their records you know what i mean um yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or whatever they go oh, okay good for you man fucking you even though it's a different game and, and you uh, can trace you could trace like a, a band like animals leaders back to the ripple that you guys yeah. you know set yeah, in the you, know, pond, you know it's good to be it's it, it's like a um it's like a relay race you know it's like we're, we're yeah. all we're, we're trying to win everybody's yeah. got to 
make their fucking their run as fast as possible, hand the baton to the next person, run your ass off, and let's win mm -hmm. this fucking race. Let's let's bring attention to this music. You know, yeah, yeah. because there's this huge misconception still in the 21st century in 2023 and into 24, this this idea that heavy metal is this knuckle dragon, silly and it's like, my goodness, you people are no. missing oh, out on it. It's yeah, so different. <laughs> you know, I said kinda... um, filmmakers, you know, I've, I've said this on uh, a couple of other interviews that uh, I feel like, you know, one of the greatest things that could happen with filmmaking is for pe people are just skipping 40 years of incredible technical metal. Right. They're starting with Bitch and Trouble and fucking Slayer and early Metallica all the way to now. You're not using any of that in your fucking in your movies, like you know. Right. I mean, how much yeah. of that? How much of that? That music? They're they're still trying to tap into what they feel is like this. Oh, this this uh intense music. We have an intense scene in this movie, and it's a maybe it's a brutal murder or something. But man, they are. And I'm surprised that Quentin Tarantino and 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 people like that aren't hip to like. Wait a minute, because if you if you <laughs> if you took some of the fucking some of the music of today. Uh, you know, even, even if you had that kid from Lorna Shore do some fucking uh, monster voices, you know, you get him and Alex terrible and fucking and these and these kids, you know, like pull them into the to the movies and let them do the voices for these monsters. And all of a sudden your your imagery becomes way more powerful. You know, right. I mean, uh, with the right music. That and just reminded me of I Am Legend, Mike Patton's. Mike Patton, yeah, all he did all that shit. And that shit. And it's just I feel like, like I want a real voice into. Hollywood's missing out on a full 40 years of catalog of music that they would shit down their leg if somebody pulled them in. I tell Paul that all the time because Paul Masvidal is, uh, you know, uh, worked with um, Jim Carrey, That's right. uh, worked with him on a children's book. Uh, also, um, he's written a lot of music for uh, the That 70s Show. Um, uh, what else did he do? Uh, Third Rock third rock from the sun was yeah, that was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so he's done a lot of stuff in, and he has you know friends in in la and hollywood and i was like man you got you know we and i and i i know that jim carrey's aware of but he's like out of the business now like i think he's done making movies uh, but somebody's yeah. got to fucking get that and i think that would really con you know solidify our era of music because it's, it's we're like this whole genre of music is very uh, treated very much like Rodney Dangerfield in, yeah. in, in comparison yeah. to all the other groups I mean, like hip hop, blues, country, Southern hip hop. Uh, you know, everybody else has their fucking branch, but for some reason, everybody still thinks that heavy metal is like, Oh, I'm fucking the devil. You know, like, yeah, it's like, man, you're missing out on some stupid guitar players and some amazing drummers. Uh, when I've told know. people that I don't even use profanity in my lyrics, they're like, wait, what you, but I thought it was death metal. <laughs> they don't. They don't get that. That you can actually, you know, have a a, a modern thought in this type of music. Misunderstood. You know, you know um, and I, you know, I, I, uh, when I'm not touring, I, I, uh, I live close to the beach, and so I have like an eight-person golf cart, and I cruise around the beach, and I pick people up and and take them around, and I love because I love being around people that are excited to be around the beach where I live. Beautiful. And, um, and it's just fun. And, uh, and you know, the, I can never, as soon as people go, oh, what do you do? What do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I play music. And they're like, oh, you play a band? Yeah, I wasn't an atheist. Oh, 
you know it's yeah, always like immediately oh. they don't even know what it sounds like and they're already the and name they go, oh, you know it's metal like oh heavy metal like you know like oh, and they immediately i know what that is i know what that is heavy metal i've heard of it yeah i get it <laughs> well, they think oh anti anti-religion and heavy metal of this guy and just like you know knuckle dragon fucking yeah like, yeah oh, knuckle oh, dragon exactly Billy flintstone character you you know <laughs> you're gonna like you know what the fuck man you know i mean uh if, if any of those people actually understood the level of musicianship that it takes to play uh, you know, an atheist song or an animal's leader song or an obscure song, you know, I mean, just there's so many, like, it's fucking, you know, like, it is, it is, like, I see uh, Southern rock and, and guitar players like Ted Nugent, like, get the fuck out of here, Ted Nugent. You know, like, <laughs> my, there's like a million, four, five million guys that play like that fucking guy, you know, like, yeah. I'll, give, I'll give Ted his credit. Back in the day, in the 70s, he, you know, he shined because maybe, uh, there were there were there weren't ex, um, there were there wasn't enough exposure of a lot of musicians like there is today. Like you, there were a lot of better players than Ted Nugent back in the day, but he just happened to be the guy that had the long ass fucking hair and the attitude. And but that doesn't and, negate your point though, which is that eight year old girls that play better than Ted Nugent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously, there the, is. The point sure. is is uh, and we've beat this horse to death on this show, but it you end up. Uh, a, such a seasoned listener when it comes to this extreme form of music that we've spent, you know, at least half our lives oh, yeah. involved in, you know? And, and so to try and get somebody who hasn't put in that time and given that much love to something, to an art like this, to get them to understand the, the level that you're trying to get them to when you put on yeah, isn't, isn't it really like about this the core of people will hear a tagline or see a headline or hear something about a show or a band or a song uh and, and they roll with that as opposed to engulfing themselves in it and finding out about it like we don't you know it's such a different era right now where um i mean you can look at politics and it's that way like people you know people you'd be really put people in a corner and say, well, what do you mean? Do you know what socialism is? Mm-hmm. And they go, uh, you know, can you spell socialism? No, you can't. You know, so, you know, and people, people, but they'll shout out about like, fuck him. He's a socialist. Okay. What is socialism? Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like there's, that's, it's the same way in music where people go, Oh, I don't like that kind of music. You know, I, so heavy metal becomes, Oh, or as soon as you say heavy metal, somebody they go, oh, I, I don't, you know, uh, I don't like that. What I thought was really funny is that Coachella, yeah. which is like full of all these pretentious fucking uppity people, mm-hmm. uh, and, and not loose played. And what a brilliant move for those guys yeah. to do that. What yeah. balls, oh, yeah. you know? What I mean, shout out to not to lose for for doing that because I guarantee you, nobody in that little fucking that show was prepared for not yeah. lose. I, I saw them open for uh, Gojira, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's an acquired taste, but it's a taste I dig. You know, I mean, the energy of that band live is fucking awesome. Well, the big, the big move, I the big them. move about that though, about the knock loose thing, is that you know, Billie Eilish was playing that too, and she was standing on the side of the stage watching them, going like, really? "Fuck yeah, this is sick!" And then that's like, and so like, and that's like a huge, you know, it's like it did more. Oh than, my god! You know, than we know for the because it like because then it it took like the well this oh Billie Eilish I know she's popular and good so she's good so I'll listen to her. everything she posts gets four or five million fucking likes so if you yeah if she shouts you out just like Taylor Swift if, you know any of those fucking people shout you out your your social media goes through the fucking roof so but I mean but they didn't do it they didn't do it 
they did it in a in a way that I respect. Like yeah. that's yeah, that's scary balls to go out to Coachella. Oh, yeah. like, like what you guys did, kind of with Cannibal. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, different, so you're feeling like, the same also, thing. You know, it's a yeah, similar. It's kind of the same. Yeah, we didn't have a choice though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, it, like, so, it was like you know, there's nobody for us to. They put us out with Candlemas, which was yeah, like. Would you guys play with Can- well, Coachella? Would you guys play it if you guys had the opportunity? I mean, I'll, listen, anywhere with electricity, I'll play. You know, <laughs> oh, I, mean, yeah. I fucking, I, I, I love. I just as long as there's people there, you no, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, 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 sure. But yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I Coachella would be something. You know, <clears throat> I think that. That's, that, I guess my point going all the way back to the original way we got into this topic was that uh, people don't realize how cool things are because they hear about something. Like if you told Coachella about Knocked Loose, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go get my fucking toenails painted <laughs> and, and I'm going to go get a massage. I'm not, I don't like that kind of music. Yeah, they, yeah. they accidentally tripped, fell into a Knocked Loose set and were like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> You know, yeah. the end, you can't deny that energy. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a, a Southern rock guy. Stand in front of a really good, powerful fucking band that's good at what they do in their genre and uh, in, a, in a loud setting with a group of people and walk away and be like, meh. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know that you do. You know, I just think that, that, that that's the thing about there's so many tremendous metal bands around that a lot of people just haven't ever experienced. You know, Metallica, uh, you know, started off as a very underground band and eventually, you know, so, so in... Uh, like uppity 35 year old wall street rich guys go to a metallica concert and they hear uh inner sandman mm-hmm. to them that's like jesus christ that's the fucking <laughs> thing i've ever fired i mean we're all like yeah fight fire and fire dickhead fucking take a tie off and fucking, you know you're you're missing out on all the cool shit you're way late to the party but good for you my yeah. without trying to be pretentious my uh analogy or yeah i guess analogy for like pop music or people who who look at music on a just like a basic level it's a social it's a social setting yeah so they're like generalized they're treading at the top they're treading at the top of the the body of water that we're in keeping plenty of oxygen and they're they're they got their most of their bodies in but they're treading they're they're not going to dip their head in too much to see what's going on below the surface but um i I, and this is where the pretentious part gets we are the guys who decided to dive underneath the surface and see what was going on and there was this crazy you know metallica would be a perfect example of a, a giant beautiful whale that came out from fucking nowhere and then when they got to the surface they started playing to the people to the surface but they they were they came from the depths you know and and the people that experienced you know metallica in the beginning they were down under the surface with that that majestic whale you know and and we kind of were tired of what was at the surface and decided to dive underneath to see what kind of weird shit we could find down there and you gotta be a free diver to get to atheist in the fucking late 80s early 90s yeah it took us <laughs> 15 years it, it literally took i mean it you know it took from 90 from from 91 to 2005 or 6 before that happened i mean uh, for atheists so it was uh so that's just another example of um 
you know, people, but, but I just think the exposure is the most important thing. Like, uh, so I, I really, I wish that cinema would use a little more uh, heavy music. I think it would benefit them. It would benefit the genre that we're in and we love and, right. uh, and, and, and create revenue for, for bands other than, you know, tour, make a record, rinse, repeat. You know, it's like this, this cycle that we're all in. There's where, tiny uh, little blips every now and then, though, where you do get uh, a movie that you're like, oh, shit, they actually do know about the underground. Like, Extract, that dude, whoever directed that, I forget his name. The, I've the seen that. Head dude. Did um, you see Metal Lords? No, I haven't. No? No, but uh, what I was just going to get to I've was even to the mainstream, there's a, a, a Monsters University. Monsters Wait, University, which is a Pixar my, film. My mic was was muted. Extract was directed by Mike Judge, right? Yeah, the Beavis and Butthead guy. And, yeah. and there's all okay. relapse yeah. all the re all the band shirts are relapsed. Yeah, dude, this Stolic Carnage shirt. There's a grindcore band yeah. that's playing a house it, party. Like, a month ago, you know, yeah. like that type of shit. And that's got shit fucking yep. uh, a grand band, yeah. the big actors yeah. and actors. Think about how cool Cannibal Corpse was in Ace Ventura. You know, that was huge. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. one of the that, biggest. The contrast of that was was cinematic fucking genius it was it was perfect because totally. no matter who you are watching that movie you're gonna be like whoa like you really get the point of he he's in a he's really in an outcast situation you know like he's at a show or he's really outside of his you know uh it could have nailed it more we, talk, we talked to paul about that shooting the drummer of cannibal when he yeah. was on and uh he he had mentioned how that you know you just have to act like you're playing because there's absolutely like nine hours. They have to keep the sound to complete. Yeah, minimum. it's like making a video. Though. I mean, you uh, hear Jim's yeah. lines while he says them, so he's just got to sit there with the energy of playing Cannibal Corpse songs, but not hit a symbol way or hit. a skin. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, just that was a great that was opportunity so for them. And oh, I know yeah, they still get checks from that shit. So that's I, but I mean, that's look, that's you know, that was years and years ago. You think that somebody would be like, wow, you know that would really separate my movie from other people's, you know, yeah. even if you don't have a cameo like that, but you're just using it in the soundtrack. And, you know, I'm sure there are some really sub genre indie movies that have, like, I love river's edge, you know, like, uh, shout out to Brian Slagle and, and metal blade for doing that soundtrack. I mean, have you ever seen that movie? Mm -mm. No, what? The metal blade was behind that shit. Oh, dude. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, no. Thank River's Edge. Yeah, go, go watch it. It's Keanu Reeves. Uh, I think his first movie. Oh, really? And, I love uh, yeah, Keanu it's, Reeves. It's bro. fucking. It's uh. It's it's our childhood. Like he's just like this metal kid, and and uh, and I don't want to spoil it for you in any way, but it, it's it's really disturbing. And oh, Crispin Glover's in it as well. So ah, super dude. fucking crazy. Oh, go yeah, yeah. Crystal Glover and Keanu Reeves. That's an, a, like and a, and a sick soundtrack with Fate's Warning and Slayer. And um, have I not seen this movie? So good, man. Yeah, it's really really good. So and I, you know, years and years ago when I saw that, I was like, God damn, because we were on Metal Blade. I was like, Fuck. you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't not get on that fucking uh, to get on a soundtrack for a movie. It's so good. Do you ever you know? look at the? Do you ever watch the movie and be like, ah, yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, I another man would work perfect right there, dude. Yes, of course I do. I fucking uh, listen. I I listen. I have so much music. I feel like I I just wish I could meet somehow. I wish I lived in L.A. You know, so I could meet. Dennis some Hopper's movie. in it too, dude. Uh, what the fuck am yeah, I? Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, watching this movie. This how movie. can I forget that? Yeah, he plays a pot dealer who is super 
fucked up and has a relationship with a blow up doll. It's a, but it's it's really 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 good. Um, and it it's almost like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, super okay. fucking super dark. So like, yeah, you know, I was born in '84, so catching that is just a little bit after I me. Can't but, I, mean, I go all the way back to like the '70s and shit. I love Kubrick. You're gonna stuff, love but... it, man. You're gonna love it. Yeah, so, send, send me a send me a message after the show. Oh yeah, dude. It. I'm definitely like I said. I want to watch it this weekend, dude. It's so. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Probably get Carrie. Carrie's coming up this weekend, dude. We're gonna hang out uh, and rock him today. Again. He told me oh that. hell yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, so what we get back to movies and like putting metal and I feel like, I mean, I'm talking more of the mainstream movies. I, I feel like everything's so safe. Yeah. And like, let's just do a remake of this and then do the, it's like you said, they're not using like uh, it'd be a band not using like the, the old school influences of metal and then creating a new band and starting, you know, their influence. People, people like, always look at precedent as opposed to. Yeah. You know, like, you know, people like, well, you know, we, we can't do that because of the precedent of what you know uh, you know whatever it is they think is the precedent but you, yeah. you can't operate that way artistically you, you just can't you gotta fucking yeah. roll the dice man and be like uh that'd be like if people were like in vegas nobody went to vegas because they're like most of the time people lose you know it's like no you know, i'm not gonna lose fucking you know and then some people don't lose they go out there and they do well so you just gotta be kind of courageous and um you know musically and and uh, take chances and as a director in a movie i, I just think that the exp i just don't think they're exposed to it when do they ever meet people like us you know i mean uh when is somebody you know who's actually a decision maker or a movie maker or a uh you know a top uh cinematic sort of guy or even a director or photographer or somebody to connect you with a uh an inn at, at paramount or one of these companies where they go Man, we've been tapping into all these old fucking songs for so long. Like, how many times can we play? You know, I mean, like, uh, gangster films, like, you know, I, just everything. There's so much, everything has been used so many times. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. uh, but I think it's criminal that some of these great cinematic fucking directors and movie makers are missing out on Psalm 9 from Trouble or fucking, or a Candle Mass record for, for, for a particular moment or a, or Gojira, like, you know, if you really wanted to, like, intensify your murder scene, there's so many bands that have so many snippets, 45 seconds, that would just electrify your murder scene. Yeah, and yeah, on, yeah. On, a level, on a level that Oscar people have never seen. It would be shocking to them. So, you know, isn't it funny how those people would be, like, the nicest, kindest, non-murdering people that you would ever meet? Just like metal music, <laughs> Listen, yeah. you know, I mean, like, yeah. uh, corpse, corpse grind is not fucking slit nobody's throat. He's fucking, no, he's, he's getting furry bears for fucking kids that don't have them. You know, it's like, it's like in the mainstream, like nothing's gnarlier than master of puppets, like stranger things or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Think, think about the reaction to that. Everybody was, was like, yeah. Oh my God. Dude, like, it's like, floating. It's like yeah. we've been nib we've been nibbling on that brownie for thirty fucking plus years. Yeah, you fucking dork. You know, yeah, like know. Oh, and all of a sudden now you're like, ooh, Master Puppets, Jesus Christ. Yeah, hello. There's uh, fucking yeah. a ton of shit after that too yeah. that you're totally missing out on. Think about what that did for Stranger Things, the amount of clicks oh, and yeah. likes and attention they got just from doing that. Mm -hmm. So whoever whoever did that, that's what I've been waiting for. Like, you know, what, what where, where are the kids that are that are the underlings at these movie making situations? They go you know what, sir? You should really listen to all these songs. Like, I feel like I can intensify your scene. Like, you know, where are those fucking kids? If you're out there, fucking call me. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, I think it's a little, fucking call me. I will fucking. I would love to do a soundtrack for a film. Oh, the bias yeah. of metal, though, it goes totally. back to what you're talking about—the bias of people going like, "Oh, met, like I was at work the other day, and they're listening to like, you know, eat my pussy, fucking fart on my sack, you know, like gnarly yeah. shit." And then they're like, "Oh, Joel probably wants to listen to his metal music," is what they said. And I <laughs> yeah, was like, oh, like that. Yeah, and I was funny. like, "Dude, because because it's like a bias." Because I and I also because of that, I went home and I randomly was like, "Let me look up the top twenty most." Uh, selling artists in the last uh, top 20 in the last 30 years mm-hmm. and it was so like one name singers uh, a rapper and then like one band and then like another five singers rap, rap it's like it's it's been like it's been taken to the like pop star is neat that's all we want pop stars number one that we want it's bands are gone like bands like people don't like on, on yeah. billboard and Most stuff it's just like don't want to give a shit about that look at look at look at the super bowl this year oh, Usher? I know that's that's a random. It's like, dude, that guy's been gone for so long. It's like there's so many bands that could blow that shit yeah. up. It'd be amazing, well, you know. There's one like glaring, obvious. Metallica is doing one of the largest stadium tours ever done. Like you oh, know, bringing in hundred thousand people at one place. Hundred thousand people, and you don't want to have them play fucking. They played for over a million in Russia, like back in the yeah, day. It's yeah, like, dude, it's DC you know played I mean? that as well, man. Um, Brian Johnson produced uh, that old neurotica shit that I did. And he 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 showed us some video that you know has never been seen. His his personal video of uh, that Russia show. They were there, and and that was fucking insane. But I mean, like, how do you not have Metallica? How is this not the year it's that Metallica, Metallica played? It's because Oscar. Metallica doesn't uh, talk about sex all the time, trying to get sex all the time, or <laughs> losing sex. Like, it's all about <laughs> it's true. having it's sex. Trying yeah, to get they have no, they have, they have no problem playing. Text, they have no problem playing that music in between downs and at halftime. You'll <laughs> yeah, always hear opening yeah. when you come out when you come right. on the field. It's like and yeah. for the sharks around here. It's fucking so uh, it's, it's disrespectful. Yeah. I think you know. I mean, I think that the end of but that but but that is that's synonymous with what we're talking about here about the the general public and this idea that when, when as soon as you say heavy metal, like mm, like I can give you an example. My I live in Sarasota, Florida, which is a very sort of affluent beach community yeah. and, and 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 uh very conservative very republican um i have been in this community for 40 plus years they will put like dickie betts is also from here from all uh, almond brothers mm. and, and anytime that guy farts in a fucking jar <laughs> they'll put him on the cover of the fucking newspaper like you yeah. know what i mean and listen dickie betts and me we're you know he's here i'm fucking here but i mean Guys like me and Gary Meskel, Gary Meskel from Propane also lives here. Like we go to Europe every year and fucking tr- we tour the world. Like You're they're scared, contributing, yeah. They're scared to put atheist in the newspaper. Like they they don't want to they don't want to so they'll they'll never do like you know it's been really rare over the over the three and a half decades I've made music in this town and I love this town. I, when people say where are you from, I could easily say Tampa. You know, right. but which is like 50 miles north. But uh, Sarasota is where I grew up. I went to school here. I love it. I raised my kids here, um, and and I really love this community. But God damn it, they 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 will not give me love, man. But any, anybody playing That's southern true. southern rock or blues, and they'll just fucking cart them around like they're royal. I mean, I need to show this comment though. I need to show this comment right here because it's actually this is a cool idea. It's like um basically to take movie clips and rescore them with death metal as a YouTube channel. Like, I'm, with you. Got I'm with you. I'm with you. Listen proper. Me and my friend, me and my friend Beza Labonte, who was uh, who's my go-to guy. Like I just love him. I've known him for for a long time, and he has a studio here in town. And it's exactly I was like, let's take 
Scarface, which has music that annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, you know, I love that movie visually and everything, but that that fucking garbage disco 80s music. Like, I would love yeah. to see some of the scenes in Scarface with some sick-ass fucking music. And not necessarily, like, extreme metal, but just some, some, some of the music that we all know and love, you know, the, you know, because within extreme metal, there's a lot of atmosphere, you know, um, so many bands, you know, have atmosphere, not just, it's not just the speed and fucking craziness. And so you could handpick certain moments of that that would just fucking elevate. And, and if somebody saw that, I think that they would. So, so who said that? Who is that? Shout out to who said uh, that. Death Metal Leaker. Death Metal Leaker. Absolutely. I think that that would be a great first step to show people. Yeah, just get it started. Get the ball rolling. Yeah, like, because yeah, familiar have with a, a video go scene. viral. Have it go viral and like have people go yep. like, oh shit, this works way better. And then yeah, have start, that, you, you that start a YouTube uh, start a YouTube channel where you do only that, and you have different bands rescore certain you know three minute sections, four minute sections of a of a classic you know scene that everybody visually is familiar with. Uh, but I I don't know something about there are moments that the music is like I. I said something about this once before on Facebook and uh, people were like, oh, I love the music. And then I get it. I, you know, what a feeling. You know, what are you going to put in there? But you could put like, uh, I don't know, fucking, there's so many trippy ass songs that would just make it more darker and, and more interesting. I think, you know, especially in the violent scenes, I just think that this music and, uh, and the atmosphere and the heaviness lends itself to those visual scenes you know so well speaking of atmosphere we got uh the professor uh what yes. up dude and i have to be yeah. so i'm gonna perfect time. me too actually but go ahead jill go for it what's up well, what up brother can that's i go good. make another job while everybody's peeing go oh dude it. all good it, i'll talk to joseph for a second that's dad ever yeah you right are dude intermission dude professor we got you back bro I know. I didn't want my first time being like midway through an episode, but there yeah, was a family dinner. Way. I thought we were starting at eight these days. I forgot it was a seven p.m. <laughs> one, and I'm like, "Well, either I ditch the family early, or I do my usual half pod kind of move." Nah, so. it's all good, dude. It's uh, it's cool to have you back, dude. You've been a busy man for several weeks, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was in Europe from the 5th of september until what like four days ago so a uh, really good trip i got to play a show in a cave as wait you said december uh, you mean september september yeah, yeah. here's um <laughs> as uh yeah sick drummer saying um yeah really really good time and uh i don't know what else to say right now but uh that's just, all good we'll, we can break into it uh whenever you want dude i'd love to hear about all of it you've probably uh, i want to hear about the hunter shit the, the most <laughs> you know oh yeah <laughs> shout out me. hunter again man yeah so first time playing live since he was like i think he said in like 14 or some years like and it was like headlining a festival in europe and he'd never left the country and so his first time returning to the stage was headlining mm. a, a fucking an, another continent's close. festival yeah he did great and it was really fun meeting him in person and kick you know chilling yeah Hunter again you know everybody i'm super jealous dude i can't wait for my in-person physical in the flesh hunter again hangout it's gonna happen in my life 
Hunter, I'm calling you out right now. I'm I'm gonna hang out with you. I'm gonna give you a big old giant hug, dude. The rest of the Agalog guys are also really cool. Um Don Anderson. Of, yeah. Yep. Don. There's a oh, lot yeah. of hype. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever cool. seen Don? Have you ever seen Don's YouTube college? I don't even know how to describe it. A thesis he did at his college as a, as a professor no. about metal. No. This oh my shit though. Oh, it's sick, man. It's unbelievable because he's so fucking smart. Yeah. And you know, and he's a you know a college professor. I can't remember the university that he's at. But he did a, um, I don't know if you call it a thesis or a, a special class right. about the origins of metal. And um, if you just type in Don Anderson and history of metal, you know, it'll come up. And uh, and he starts with like, you know, classic composers. And he's like, you know, it took hundreds of years to go from, I don't know, Mozart to all the, you know, he's so smart. He was naming all these, these composers. And he's like, Black Sabbath, 1970, whatever. And he's like, how do we go from Black Sabbath to atheist, uncomfortable presence? He's like, mm -hmm. you know, blows my fucking mind. Like, you know, in just a few short decades, like, you know, we went in all this. So it was it was really nice to hear somebody like really uh, get it, you know, on yeah, a right. level. Like, you know, like, yeah, this isn't just normal metal anyway. But he, but uh, yeah, I, I suggest anybody look that up on YouTube. And uh, but it's it, not just about atheists, but he just goes through the, you know, just the progression and, and how fast music progressed from Black Sabbath. Uh, you a, a point up, which is, you know, the exponential increase of things in general, you know, and, and you were talking about these composers and how slow it, it got to Sabbath and then Sabbath yeah. hit. And then this exponential increase in things started to happen to where Evolution. The, yeah. the metal graph, it starts to climb a lot faster and you know we're we're in the middle of it right now i and and that climb is definitely going to continue after us too so i'm i'm actually really excited for the the generations after us because shit's getting crazy yo i have a conspiracy theory now that i've peed and i smoked <laughs> a, I, I smoked to a, a smoked smoked to a smart speaker one of the the series or alexa's <laughs> And uh, I asked it. No, I asked it. I was like, hey, what's the top 10 uh, selling artists in the last 10 years? And it's like, Taylor Swift, Drake, blah, blah. And I was like, what's, I said, what's the top selling rock bands in the last 10 years? I was like, I don't know. I can't answer that. Oh, <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, what the fuck? AI so doesn't not... still, even AI doesn't know about us. It, yet, no, it's dude. just, no, it's just kind of going like, it's not cool enough to talk about, dude. Let's not talk <laughs> yeah, about I it. I guess because... it is. Yeah. And it's I was like, like asking huh. Siri, what's this? And then she tells you, or what's this? And then she's like, here's what I found on the web. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what's cool, you know what cool and courageous about metal is that, you know, that's different from other um, sort of segregated genres of fans and music. Is that you're rocking a Smash Mouth shirt right now on a fucking metal <laughs> podcast? Like, do you even get this joke? It's a, fucking, a it's Smash a Mouth play Pantera crossover, dude. Oh man, I didn't even see that. That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. Did you think I was, did you think I was watching? Just I thought it was a straight up legit Smash Mouth. I was like, you know what? Hey now, 
That's how good. That's how good that shirt is, too. But yeah, in reality, I want you to bring it up so I can just be like, boom! It's vocal. It says, "So you're wearing a smash Like, what is going on? Kelly, we are, we were, we are, you know, we are '90s kids, so you know, grunge was no smash No, it's a. I saw the shirt and I was like, I have to buy that shirt. No, that shirt's brilliant. That band is garbage. Wearing a cynic shirt with a pair that's i think that's yeah. what we yeah, would, right, yeah. like if joel was a joel, legit smash on. mouth fan i would still respect like, that because i'm in a death metal but like dude smash mouth <laughs> is my shit yeah, but hold on hold on listen <laughs> but the, i guess my, my point is even if you were down with smash mouth i'd be like that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. You know i mean like, I, oh, like totally. i'm not you know i mean like i think that's kind of a thing in metal you know i mean that's that's the uh, even more so now their side different. shit you know they have yeah yeah it's okay to like other kinds of music. It wasn't always that way, you know. Uh, oh no, no. In the early days of metal, it was like, oh, what do you mean, like Molly Crew? It's like, yeah, I fucking, I think that you know, the first two Molly Crew records are good. Oh, they are I good. Consciously, <laughs> I think that I consciously think and subconsciously, we realize that um, it is the uh, what what makes metal progress and and all that and expand is the fact that we aren't just listening to metal guys we're listening to fucking everything we're literally taking the best parts of everything that we love and trying to it's the protein it's the protein in our meals but obviously we have a lot of sides you know what i mean so it's like but every every meal has a good protein and metal is always our protein be it fish chicken steak whatever fucking sorry vegans good analogy (laughs) 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 uh, you know what i'm saying like you know uh for 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 conversation purposes uh you know and you have all your sides of things you know so some people are like you know my love is extreme metal but i love fucking sick ass blues and killer jazz and fucking i love you know uh, edm or whatever you know it's okay to you know, and and then the great thing about metal is you're able to incorporate. You should be able to incorporate some of those things into your metal if you're a musician or an artist. You know, and totally right. And, and that's then you, you guys, you guys are like taking the the protein, and you're like, wait, but there's some sick sauces that we could put on that protein. <laughs> you know? Throw, yeah, throw yeah. some mushrooms <laughs> on. You can you can barbecue. You can fucking grill it. You can fucking you know, yeah. So. But I, I think, you know, that the till the dirt thing is that's how it came about because it, it came about very organically. Like just that's just my I love old Soundgarden and I love House and Chains oh, yeah. and love, but I also love sick ass brutal shit. Right. So I just think I had some nigger bombs and fucking and a recording possibility. And that's how that record came about. And so I hope people will check it out. But it's super weird, though. You know, I mean, it's going to take people a minute to get used to that record because it's just like. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, there's a lot of things going on, but you should always do that. You know, right? Somebody, somebody's got to move the needle. <laughs> no doubt, yeah. no doubt. And I also uh, would say, if I showed up at a restaurant and somebody served me a till the dirt meal, I would fucking eat up every bite of that <laughs> shit, dude. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> Good protein. <laughs> Good protein. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so signing with uh, uh, Nuclear Blast—that's a fucking rad thing too for for the band. No better place to be in metal, man. Hell yeah, Hell yeah dude. So it's yeah, good, good shit, man. And uh, and also, not just sign with them, but you know, signing with Monty Connor, who is a long, you know, longtime friend and supporter of of me and you know the the music that I've done over the last few years between Atheist and now. And he's also been a really uh, brutal naysayer of mine 
So I've sent him projects over the years where he's like, mm-hmm. nope, fucking yeah. sorry. And I, and I love that. I know. You know, right. I love people like that. They're like, nope, sorry, but <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, so that, that, that's what made Till the Dirt so much more exciting was uh, him going, whoa, all right, this is fucking, this is something that hasn't been done yet. You know, um, I don't know if anybody's going to like it, but fucking I can tell that it's, it hasn't been done. Something you know, you know, that's what that. you really want to be as an artist. You want to paint in colors that people haven't seen. And sometimes people may not want to see those colors, but fuck it. They're colors you haven't seen before. And as somebody yeah. who's A&R at a record label or a record label CEO or whoever's taking that chance, you it, it, if you're in this business for so many years, you kind of just could guess most of the time how certain bands are going to how the public's going to respond to it and this and this and that and then you get one of those things where you're like oh this is a chance that i have to take as a business and i'm going off of instinct um is it going to work you know it kind well, of we, we, were little... turned, we were turned down by a number of different labels um for this total dirt thing and i was just giving this record to a to a label i wasn't like trying to ask for a bunch of money or any of this it was you know the way this this record came to be and i did almost all of it myself and then i brought in musicians to play what i had written so it was, it was done in a weird way not in a normal band way but i mean those people were afraid to take a chance they wanted to stay in the pool that they well this right. pool is so nice and warm and i don't want to get out of the pool and jump in the other pool mm-hmm. uh monty connor of all guys like that guy has signed everybody from dsi to slipknot to fucking obituary like he's he is the most cynical, the most like, I, I can't do it. But I mean, but the, the, the difference is he recognizes when something's different. All right, let me roll the fucking dice. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That, that separates the, the fucking men from the boys in this industry, in my opinion. That's you know, the point because, I was uh, trying to make, which is the easy the, way a guy out. in that yeah. position could take the, the easy way out, like Joel yeah, yeah. just said, but he still um, makes him great he remembers what it was like to take chances in the very beginning because yeah. it was all chances then oh my god yeah. and 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 you kind of want to rekindle that and feel it's kind of it's gambling dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gambling. literally it's it's the a gambling addiction like the jets are gonna get, win this you week know? you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you know it is it is kind of gambling it's you know taking a different style and that's you know i, I remember watching a doc i think it was a frank zappa documentary or something where he said like kind of everything kind of went towards this you know what i just told you about the top artists or they went for the the easy like oh the pop stars easy let's do that let's do that what it used to be like they would sign like obscure ass shit back in the day and be like let's see what fucking happens with this and yeah and then it went to like oh this is uh proven to work this uh this formula so let's Let's I get think this. about it. I mean, if you, if you look at life as a whole, you know, some people go to fine restaurants. Most people eat at McDonald's and fucking Burger King. Uh, yeah. A lot of people drink Bud Light and Coors Light. Mm-hmm. Some people drink fucking top shelf whiskey and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah, there's this, this, yeah. this thing, and I think it, it probably translates into music as well, where some people are like, oh, give me that stained. I love yeah. that guy. <laughs> fucking, you know, I mean, and, uh, hey, dude, you know, I can play some of their shit on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you throw them something weird and they're like oh, I, don't know. I don't know i like my shit simple and like you know the, the majority of people in this country yeah don't want to be out of their comfort zone exactly. uh, really cool on my recliner right here man you ain't trying to get out of it and, right and it, it's, yeah. it's that makes it difficult to be an artist because you you really want to be like listen come out of the get off the chair for a minute and open the door look outside 
Look at all this fucking grass and all the, right. you know, the trees, all this different shit. Get out of the chair, bro. You're looking and, for uh, listeners like us who like to be challenged by what we're listening to. And hey, what are your new things? You know? and I, I, yeah, well, I mentioned it in the last episode, I've mentioned it several times. Now, at my age, I've experienced it all, and all the stuff still resonates with me that really made an impact. But now, the newer stuff, it has to give me involuntary emotions. I have to feel something that I wasn't expecting to feel, whether it be happiness or sadness or anger or or be revisited by a feeling that you haven't felt in a long time. Exactly. Also, a thing that's great about new music is like you hear something, you go, "Oh my god, that makes me feel the same way as fucking Massive Attack made me feel." Mm -hmm. You know, fucking. uh, But you got it involuntarily. You didn't realize it was going to happen. You you just all of a sudden are in it, and it was the music that you were listening to that put you there. That's what I'm looking for now in new music. Ian's comment actually kind of resonates with me. It's it's hard writing for non musicians. There's other countries that are out in Europe and stuff, and and you know metal's huge out there, and they have an awesome music like uh, programs for their kids, like where it's like uh, teach them music early, get them into it, like get them like started on it, not just like. Be, mm-hmm. not be a, a listener and a, a person that's gonna be like oh this is a lot of my opinion on it rather than like a, a person actually has, has played an instrument understands an instrument and then that's where i think a lot of the european kind of like amazing and, and huge metal scene has come from is that they've 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 learned an instrument they've played an instrument and now mm-hmm. after you touch an instrument and you start going like oh this is sick you know like oh nirvana is a little easy now you know it's like it's it's and then going to like finding bands like whoa what the fuck are they doing you know like i think getting i think almost getting kids to play music early will influence them to but kind I mean, of you know Europe, european musicians and the way that people live in europe and the way it's structured lends itself to a more brilliant musician um a, a more uh, more studious and it's no disrespect to american musicians i think any any high quality american musician would probably say yeah you're right you know like Europe just automatically has this this level of discipline that's a little different than American. It's not all, not to always say that Europeans are going to set the trend or 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 be the ones that always do something different, but they they're at least in the intellectual capacity to always understand. Like you know, we we in America, and it's not our fault, but we are we are presented with so much dumbness around us. Yeah. Like we, we are we are given so little credit as a nation. People think, oh, we gotta dumb it down, dumb it down, dumb it down. Just give them that super stupid shit, super stupid com- commercials, super stupid music, you know, pop music, and 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 let's keep that all these dummies happy. And when you look at the political state of <laughs> you know, of where we're at, where we're we're in a, a nation that's split right in half of, of people that are completely polar opposite, uh, you can see why that that has happened, you know, artistically as well. And, um, yeah, you know, that. five finger death punch, get the fuck out of here, man. That's <laughs> like, a, it's like a, it's like a, a knockoff white claw to me musically. Like uh, I, just, I can't even, I, I'm sorry, man. I just fucking, 8%, it's an 8% white claw. It's, no, it's a bro, more heavier you're drinking, white claw. You're drinking the white claw. No, so he wasn't talking about they're, you. He's talking about they're on the, white they're claw. on the episode next week. So yeah. like a truly, <laughs> sorry, man. no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. One of those bands, man, that I just can't fucking have like, they just, they represent every, like they are the, the epitome to me of this, uh, American, um, uh, standard, and you know, listen, a million times more successful than me. You know, uh, you know, I mean, well, there's, there's, a, there's, a, 
But that's that, a, one, that doesn't uh, always make things better, you know. I mean, it's just I'm just speaking. I'm just being honest. I mean, it's well, hard, one, they were the they were the writers that were they not were the their fault writers. that what they did was popular. You the know, ghost what I mean? ghost, They were actual. They were they were playing without like a lot of those guys. I watched a documentary, and it was a guy that was like a guitar player for Alice Cooper. Like he was like going to all these other bands. Like it was called like Hired Guns, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he was like so he like made all these friends with all these big bands, and then he's like I'm gonna do my own thing, but then had all these contacts, and I think that's why. Something so simple got so big. Is like, is because yeah, that they guy. They a like, great cover. I love Bad Company, man. Bad Company's always been a fucking. Bad Company reminds me of being a. Um, yeah, they're a cover band. Their biggest hits are covers, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah. Think about how many bands from the '90s, Marilyn Manson, Limp Bizkit, fucking a lot of bands broke on a cover song. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. And Sweet Dreams. Let your light shine down. Candlebox. This is Dolly Parton shit. (laughs) Oh, is it really? And Dolly Parton's version is like rad. Like like the chorus has like all these harmonies. I love Dolly Parton. Yeah, Yeah, Dolly Dolly Parton rips. But you know, Shine by Candlebox. Yeah, yeah. That's all Dolly Parton, man. And that's like, a that's a that's collective a, soul. Collective soul. Well, that's Dude. sorry, collective soul. Sorry, Dolly Parton, the collective candles. I don't know. Which, which, which that soul. that song to me is like one of those songs that fucking irritates me. That like who the who the fuck shows up to rehearsal and goes check it out dudes i'd be like get the fuck out of here dude like we're not working on that tonight all right sorry buddy i'm sure your girlfriend loves that riff but we're not like i would never fucking if anybody that, that's like, it's, it's, it's like, like weirdest, picking it up your feet you to pick up it when you walk you have to pick up your feet not drag your feet it feels like that song drags its feet a little i just saw steve flynn just trying to come up with a beat that riff in the garage like yeah. what the fuck am i supposed to do right it's now the work man i mean it's just so like kindergarten man it's like and, and, and the fact that it's such a big song just makes me go what the fuck man you know like I, is, why, why do i do this like like violins and shit like fiddles and it's all like country and it's like you don't want to be challenged you, and you know you know what's funny about that is i uh i was in neurotica okay. at, at, at the time the collective soul creed Days of the New, all those bands were oh, were oh, at the top the of the radio pod, and I was trying with Neurotica to get. I was in that world. I was above ground. I was an underground. I was, mm-hmm. you know, um, playing in New York City, and uh, you know, we signed with WWE and all that. We were trying to get on the radio, and ugh. So I was just like, you know, I can't believe that that's the shit that people want to hear on the fucking radio. But it's not really the case because what was happening was my payola in radio, rock radio, was gone. Uh, legally you're not allowed to do that it was still being done by a middleman there was this company called mcgathy and, and they were they were the in-between you would pay mcgathy and mcgathy would influence the records uh the radio stations to play your song and so we you know even though we had brian johnson who had produced the you know nobody from acdc had ever worked with anybody on anything think about it like who have they ever helped acdc like you never seen the guest on anybody's record or help anybody so to, right. get the, to get the goddamn singer from acdc to produce a record and have mike frazier who did aerosmith pump uh, load reload like you know i had all the fucking a-list dudes on this record and um and it, and and it came out and it was on an indie label and so radio stations were like well uh you know we love this song we're getting a lot of calls on it but we're not gonna be able to add it because capital records is like hey man we're paying you fucking five thousand oh, yeah. dollars 
to play the new Collective Soul record or play the new Days of the New. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so we can't play the new Neurotica because you're on an indie label and you're not paying us that money. And I was like, ooh, I don't fucking, I don't want to be in this fucking business. You know, if, I, you I, went, if you went into an art museum and then found out that they were withholding certain art from you because it didn't go through a middleman that they were dealing with. Yeah, because the artist didn't pay enough to be in your gallery. But but yeah. you, you're you're going there to see all the art. You're like, wait, I can't see that art. I want to. I can only see this certain art right here. It, I would yeah, want to because 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 they could afford to be in your gallery. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's essentially what it is. So, so then, and then, if you're a person that goes to the gallery, you're like, oh, well, this is all the art there is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, yeah. There we go. All right. So I like this. You know, and you're missing all this other shit because right. of money. You know, I mean, not not because of the right thing, but because of money. Yeah, and, gate, uh, that's what that whole business that is about. Money. Like, yeah. rock, rock music is gross. It's only gotten worse over time, too, and that's what I'm kind of getting yeah. at. With, uh, you I'm know, glad uh, to be away from that, man. I'm glad to. That the underground accepted me back into uh <laughs> back into my world where i'm comfortable the, man. the, the yeah, same people that, that that made people go like oh metal Ugh. you like metal oh weird okay you like devil metal stuff it's, it's the same people that kind of almost pushed that narrative that people are yeah. like like they're weird for listening to metal or they're into this they're like a, they're goths you know they're you're, yeah. you're instantly marilyn manson if you like metal, you you know you are just fucking wearing weird shit and just trying to be so, weird all the time. And so, just Google Google the top ten serial killers in the last thirty years. You won't see anybody that looks like us. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you'll see a bunch of fucking guys that look like they work in your library or they're fucking a maintenance man at your fucking house. Like we mm -hmm. are. Like we we look scary, but you know this that's the, the huge misconception of. Of uh, of heavy metal is the visual judgment, and it's still right. funny because think about it. In America, 80 percent of people are Christian, and one of the fundamentals is you know, "Thou shalt not judge." You know, or you, the, the mm -hmm. judgment should not happen. Like, oh my God, does it happen? You know, I mean, it's um, you know, and it's funny the hypocrisy of it all. You know, and you, you know, when you go to Wacken in Germany, have you guys ever been to Wacken? No, but I'd love to I go. Mean, oh my god! I know. Eighty thousand people. So I don't know what city you guys live in, or but I mean, it's it's bigger than you know some cities. And, and when you come up over the ramp to go into the to the the, the amphitheater or whatever the fuck it is, uh, and you look out at eighty thousand people with primarily black shirts, mm -hmm. like it's the sea of. It's like it's like landing on a planet of all like-minded people. Right. Like, Oh my God! And every every booth and vendor has things that you need to buy. You must have. You know, you're oh like, oh God, that's been so you know, every, Oh my God, there's there's fucking that, that leather shirt, that leather jacket, that fucking those pants, that that album. That's good. You know, it's it's fucking everywhere through the whole place, and you just can't get enough. Of it. And it's a four day event. So you're like. Oh my God, this is amazing, you know. Yeah, I mean, and everybody you're meeting is kind of got the same vibe, you well, know. Yeah, and, and but but yeah, so so to get to the point of that um, issue is that you go and you look and you go, you look like you you just walked into the scariest bike bar that you ever walked into in your life. But as you walk through the crowd, it's the sweetest, yeah. kindest, three hundred pound bearded man you'll ever fucking meet in your life. You know what I mean? And, Every every twentieth guy, you'll see a cute chick who's fucking super nice and not slutty and shitty. Like you, when you go to a Molly Crew show or a Warrant or a Poison show, you see those chicks that are like dressed scantily that are slutty. Girls that yeah. go to metal shows 
I, you know, not all, but I mean, primarily girls are just like, they have, they, they've maintained their level of respect, but they yeah. like to fucking still look good, but they're not yeah. running around giving it away to everybody. They just fucking look good. You know, for yeah, men. Yeah. I love that shit. Shout out to those girls, you know, because there's not a lot of women in metal shows, but there actually is in Europe more so than in America. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's such a, such a huge misconception from general, you know, the general population of, of people about heavy metal. It's always been that way. Right. But in the 21st century, in 2023, you know, it's shocking that it's still that way, especially with the internet and you know, people being able to, you know, because now you can quietly from your home go online, dip your toe in the pool of heavy metal without your friends knowing about it. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You can kind of check it out and yeah. like it. It's not like it used to be where you really had to make a statement and go out and buy. So, so it's shocking to me that it's not more, um, more acceptable. But when we go all the way back to the knock loose thing, Coachella, I think those kinds of things need to happen uh, in metal. Um, you know, bands need to take chances like that. I don't know how they got that gig, man, but fucking brilliant move. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's funny because I saw Knock Loose. I saw them in the same venue you played in Santa Cruz about a year ago. So oh, watching man. them going, and I remember. As we, were, we were leaving from that show i remember like the next day it's like they're on tour with gojira the next time and then then they're that doing coachella i was like holy shit this man is absolutely yeah, that's why it's up. important that's what's important for anybody watching this to to click like when you see something you dig uh to 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 watch something to share it um that, the, that's currency for metal bands right now yeah like yeah, no you know like if you can't be at our show you can do this when you see a post just take two seconds and be like like you know, just, yeah, yeah. That really talking about the, you're talking it's, about the baton pass and the relay race. That's that's a smaller version of that relay race where um, if you can't fully be in the race, but you're like on the sidelines and shit, there's many batons that you can grab and pass along, which are well, like you could be the guy standing there holding the water. You know, it's yeah. like, here's some water fucking, you know, I mean, just act, act, exactly every little bit really yeah. helps metal because it's it's a uh, it's a it's a team sport, man. Same and, thing uh, with podcasts, by the way. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Listen, you know, we're talking about things that, um, you know, some people go to shows and they're like, oh my God, you know, I love atheists. I wish I could sit down and ask him a bunch of questions. And uh, and I would love to be able to sit down with people and, and do this. That's why I love podcasts because I feel like, okay, let me get let me get 100 people together and we'll all, we'll, I wish that it was, uh, I wish that podcasts could, could um, turn into where there are 100 people watching and they can chime in. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, that would be a kind of a cool angle because, you know, everybody's got a podcast right now. So you, you've always got to be just like music. You got to try to do different shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you, so you might like for, for 15 minutes of your podcast, blow in fucking 40 people that are watching the show and give them the opportunity to also be there with their, I, it's hard technology wise. I don't know if you could do that, but that would yeah. be fucking cool, you know, but, uh, just yeah, possible. I mean, maybe not on our level, but it's, we possible. have, we have people asking questions in the chat. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, there was a question actually. We were back earlier. I wanted to ask, and it was before I got the uh, YouTube channel for uh, putting death metal clips over, you know, movie parts. But um, I mean, he he asked, "Do you ever see a, a metal band being in the in the um, uh, rock and roll hall of fame?" And, and to no. me, when I was when I when I, when I originally saw that, though, I was like, "Watch when we're like way older, it's going to be like there's going to be a metal hall of fame." It's I, th I have a feeling metal. We'll be in like our sixties and seven, our sixties and seventies. So for ten yeah, years, yeah. guys, for ten years, guys, or more than ten years, I have lobbied to Monty Connor, to to all all the label heads that I have, Brian Slagle, um, 
you know, all the guys that I know at magazines who helped me put together a commission to start an extreme metal hall of fame. Because that I feel like, you know, I, I just, you know, there's so you many, hit up one of these, there's like, so uh, many other these outlets though. You gotta have like a metal sucks or one of the, I want to have like everybody, everybody should be involved. Metal sucks. Yeah. All, yeah, all of them. Pitch, yeah, yeah. Pitch in, you know, pitch in money to throw a yearly event in New York or LA or for, you know, whatever, every year we could do a different city or we could do, you know, whatever, but it needs to happen because it's, it's, it's four decades of shit. You know, we can honor people like Chuck Sheldon or honor people like Jesse from Napalm, honor Roger Patterson, honor all, you know, all the people that we've lost because we've lost so many amazing musicians. And, we, you know, this, this, this genre of music deserves its, its um, calls of decadence, you know, of, of, of greatness, you know. And uh, think about all the great people that are gone. Jeff Hanneman, you know. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the list is endless. And, uh, right. We need to have that, you know, we need to honor that. And, and I think it'll be an incredible yearly event that will be successful financially and also successful that. visually for the bands that have put in all these years. And, um, you know, looking at bands like Obituary and Cannibal Corpse and how great they're doing right now, you know, those, <clears throat> those bands are out selling out fucking theaters, just crushing it. I mean, nobody ever you know that's you know it deserves it, it, it this this genre of music has earned I agree. It, its place in the in at the at the table and um so now it's just a, really a matter of uh top notch uh label guys um magazine editors and uh you know some of some um some of the top webzines like metal sucks and such to to kick in the money to create it uh, give it a name, you know, brand it, and 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 get it done, man. Let's go. Let's uh, let's celebrate the. Imagine how fun that would be. Oh, dude, yeah. I was just about to say it'd be at the just fucking like party. It would be the sickest party. Yeah, that I mean, we could, we could all throw fifteen thousand people would show up every year, like you know, and and all fucking fun. And you're also going to get these special performances that you would never get mm -hmm. anywhere else Damn. because it's the award show, and we've never had that kind of shit. You know what I mean? And um. Back in the day, man, back in the uh, late 80s, there were uh, this thing, there was a thing called the Tampa Bay Metal Awards. And, um, you know, Atheist won an award, but it was all just Tampa Bay. It was Obituary, DSI, Morbid Angel, but like, you know, and in uh, and Sabotage kind of bands and, and, and that kind of thing. But but uh, MTV came to that ceremony. It happened, and it was probably, I don't know, 1,500 people there back then. So imagine now, like, you know, you could film it for Netflix or Amazon, like, you know. It's right. like, why do I have to lead people to the water? Like, come on, man. You know, all yeah, you label I mean, guys yeah. out there, Slagle, Monty Connor, let's get it together, dude. Let's get the, let's get the committee, you know, cause the rock and roll hall of fame has like a, uh, you know, a committee and let's, and let's put together the, you know, the people that we want to vote on, on who should be in the hall of fame, but not yeah. let it be stupid and pretentious like the rock and roll hall of fame. Let's learn from their mistakes. What are those people called who do the Oscars? What are they called? The people that vote? Uh, I don't know. They're called. They're called something, dude. They have a name. But you have that, you know, where you're a part of that um, constituency of people. That yeah, it'd be like a board, board of something, you know. Board it's, like a, it's like a board, but yeah, yeah, it has to board be like. I feel like it metal. has to be. Yeah. Listen, if I could, if, if I could ever attend something like that, even if I never won or was nominated, I would still love to take my kids. The academy, because you can have the academy, dude. Just mm -hmm. endless cool possibilities um and you know monetarily i can't imagine it failing 
Well, I think, I think the first five years, you have to probably do like three or four inductees because there's so many. It's like, you oh, can, yeah, we have so much catching up to do. It's like, oh, man. So, yeah. and, no, and, no and, and then finally catch up, like maybe in like, in like five think years. Think about the performances. You could get anybody to play that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you got to put Merciful Fate in right away. You got to put fucking, yeah. uh, you know, and, and so now you're, now you're getting these performances. Like, those are, that's a big deal. That's a, again, you know, I hate to do business for all you motherfuckers out here, but like, uh, yeah, that shit is, there's dollar bills sitting there waiting to be had. Like, you know, if you put together a show with, I don't know, Merciful Fate and Venom and fucking, Sodom and 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 uh, all of a sudden you, you know you put this bill together with the, I don't know there's just early uh Celtic Frost Hellhammer uh just I mean, you start getting into that it's like that becomes a big deal in our world and yeah, uh, yeah. and it also turns other people on to and because of the streaming possibilities of today it's not like distribution is an issue you just get it on Amazon or Netflix or or Hulu or anywhere I mean you can easily put that out there. And people can watch it, and then they they learn about it, and, they, and then just like a behind, listen, you can watch a behind the music special about Wham and George Michael, and be like, and get to the end of it, and be like, man, you know, I kind of gave a shit about George Michael. Now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I couldn't have gave a fuck about before I yeah, watched the it. Eagles, the Eagles documentary. I was like, I mean, I always liked them a little bit, but I watched the documentary. You become like, invested. You're ready to fight for it. I was like, oh my god, fight for the Eagles. So, so if people were exposed to it on that level and they saw and they saw the, you know, the history and it was properly done, it was, you know, well done uh, with, with a backstory for each of the bands being inducted and, uh, and a good display of talent on the show and, uh, and well filmed and all that. I mean, dude, it'll fucking, that would, it would be amazing. So I just want to be one of the announcer. I just want to be the guy who pulls the card out. You guys should be a sponsor. Death metal. I know, that would be awesome. Album of- oh, yeah. Because it's gonna, it would take, it would take kind of fuck you money to like start off and do that. Because if you're gonna get Merciful Fate, Venom, if you're gonna get all these, all these people like Merciful Fate, Venom, all these people in the same building, like uh, you know King Diamond, like and all. all Yeah, but but they're gonna do it because of the prestige. They're gonna, they're not gonna. It's not like a prestige first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we do it in like Vegas? I, I, I can say that if somebody asked me to come play, I'd be like, no, 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 we'll do it for free. You know, we'll yeah. we'll come and play that. I mean, that 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 that's that's in the best interest of the collective, right? Yeah. So, and, and I think that anybody with any fucking uh, integrity at all would feel the same way. Um, you know, they're like, yeah, let's do that for us. You know, it's an investment right. from all the old, old guys to 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 now set the 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 stage so that this continues for the next forty years, and uh, and then we can induct people every single year and uh, and have um you know um. Awards just like you know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where they have these special awards for people that are extra special, you know, in 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 the movement, and it just and I think that people, you know. I think that we would ha- come up with cooler awards too, because like we're already like. I, yeah. I think that like best solo. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, See, I, I mean, it's so that, much fun to watch. Dude, there's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and there, there, there should also be like an award ceremony every year. So both of those should happen. I think that we'd be coming with it. We'd be coming at it with a uh, uh, a more selfless perspective than all the other awards shows and there Hall is of Fame metal there's definitely award shows by the way there golden is gods there's golden go- gods uh, but right. i'm just saying like okay hall of fame though there is no hall of fame so that's why it's intriguing right now we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. an actual yeah, there still isn't a really high quality yearly award ceremony for extreme metal it's true you know, the porn, porn industry has one 
there's not a quintessential fucking award ceremony that happens yearly where there is an event with people at it and it's filmed and broadcasted to to the world what so would both, be of, those, with both of those ideas are good so everybody get on that shit yes you know? and i'm saying right. what would be different with ours <laughs> is the, there was he just purchased uh, just now metal music hall of fame dot com uh, Ian, Ian our, our buddy over at Sick Drummer Drummer Magazine shout out Ian McDonald oh, I love Ian man that's yeah. perfect Ian brought, me eight, eight, Ian brought me 800 milligram uh, pot parts oh yeah I'm sure <laughs> Oh yeah, that's those are my kind of numbers, bro. That, that, <laughs> that helped Suffo Atheist Tour like roll smoothly for like two weeks. Let, me, like, just break up. This, let me just eight hundred milligrams is a lot. So so we would break up like a little corner to go to sleep, you know. Of, 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 and it, and I, I should send you the picture. It's really funny. It says pot tarts and it has like the pop tarts with the stoner eyes on it. And <laughs> no, I love Ian McDonald. He's, he's, listen, a great a great. Uh, you know, uh, he's the pillar of our community of, dude. of what we do. Yeah, I love him. Hell yeah, dude. And I, I just wanted to add this before I fucking forget it. That's all I've been trying to spit it in here real quick, which is I think that the way that we would look at a Hall of Fame situation would be much more selfless. I, I probably already said that earlier, but it, the thought is, is like everybody has ulterior motives in all these other hall of fame things. There's always money and there's certain, even in the rock and roll hall of fame. See, I, I would like to be on the board of it because if I'm on the board of rush, it, like rush, how long did rush take? That's what I'm saying, dude. What like, the fuck is rush right. not doing in the rock and roll? Well, no, they are. They are. They are. They are. They are. That's they fucking are. ridiculous. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, is not what you want to model yourself after. No, you know, for sure. You, you can look at the Rock and Roll Hall There's structure there that you can be like, okay, you know, the the the, the idea of of honoring, uh, you know, the the industry is one thing, but the way they do it is is fucking disgusting. You know, right. I mean, it, it's not actually it not on our end. Our end would literally be from the heart. It would kill fucking, it. The, that's why, I, even though it's like we're like, why isn't anybody understand us? I kind of like that not everybody understands us because we have this like bubble that we've built throughout our lives where everybody understands each other. Well, good for you. I'm trying to sell records, motherfucker. <laughs> get people to fucking buy my record. He's like, I don't really care. <laughs> no, you know what I'm God saying. Damn, I just fucking made a record. I want you to listen to it. That, that, okay, I'm but selling kidding, your man. record on a Hall I'm of Fame kidding, situation, though. I'm kidding, man. You, you got to sell the record to get to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying the hall of fame would be just us like being like okay this is like the real shit and everybody's being truthful well, shining a light a on honesty yeah there'd be a lot more honesty versus what what gets us money like for me like I, there's so many things that i think are missed like so do you guys are you fans of face warning at all yeah so awaken the guardian you know that record everybody I, I when I say yeah, I can't. I, right now, I've had a couple of yeah. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fair weather fan. PhD, I need so to I give him more of a shot. Page warning: Awaken the Guardian, really important power metal record. Okay. Very. Has everybody heard it? That's where we need right radical research to be with us right now. <laughs> okay, one so, of those guys just wrote a book about it. Yeah. So if you haven't if you haven't heard it, then go listen to it. But check out the lyrics to it, uh, because like there's there's 
this is why I love, you know, award ceremonies and like celebration of people that are really great at the things that they've done for the last 30 years and never got praised for it. The lyrics on Fate's Warning, Awaken a Guardian are so fucking brilliant, man. Like amazing. But no one will ever know about it. But if yeah. somebody were to if somebody were to showcase it or shine a light on it, people would be like, wow, that's really fucking poetic and amazing. I had no idea that this band even existed or that they wrote lyrics like that, like Beta Morgana and all these like amazing lyrics, you know, and uh, Gene Hoagland also, Dark Angel, brilliant fucking lyricist. Like, you know, like people don't know that. that when you think Dark Angel, because oh. it's like, yeah, read yeah. the lyrics, man. The lyrics are I fucking killer. Like, uh, I think that, that even is uh, a fault. celebrate like our, best lyrics of the year, bubble. like, you know, best, best lyrical fucking verse of the year. Like, I know, you know but that's a fault for us, even in uh, we've we've been trained to not really pay attention to lyrics but then you got a guy like me or you who actually put time into what they're writing about they actually connect themselves to what they're writing about and then nobody will really go well i think that's it. where we'd be different from the rock world where the rock world will be like best drummer of the year tommy lee get the fuck out of here mm -hmm. like fucking yeah. It's already bullshit. Tommy Lee is not that he may be the most popular, but he's not the best drummer. Like right. I believe the integrity level of an extreme metal hall of fame or extreme metal um yearly award ceremony would have way much more integrity than than uh you know than what we've seen from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or American Music Awards or the Grammys. You know, I mean where, where you really get into like, you know, like I said, best solo of the year. Um, best lyrics of the year, like you know, that's you. I think metal people would really like respond to that, you know. Even if it was just done online, you know, if the first couple of years of it couldn't be done in a venue yearly, it would be interesting to do it. Um, you know, maybe even online have a ceremony in a in a smaller setting. But I, I feel like fucking ten thousand people would show up to that. If you did I, it I York, feel it too, dude. We did it at Irving Plaza in New York, or fucking or anywhere like that. And you had you know, like oh. And think about all the bands that would want to come just like a festival, you know, like Maryland Death right. Fest. Bands come from all over the world to come and play Maryland Death Fest. And people do too, as if well. You, if, you, if you were smart, you set it up around one of the, like Maryland Death Fest, like maybe two days after, all those bands could stick around. They're all going to go to that fucking awards ceremony and they're all going to be on film. And you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and um, that would be amazing. I just think every year the possibilities would be endless for. Um, it would make me happy. Like I remember when I first saw Metallica in a magazine back in the day, I was more excited about that than I probably was when I saw my band in a magazine for the first time. Like, you know, that, that, that feeling of like, yes, they're finally getting their day. You know, like I, that was a feeling that I, I don't think was matched by piece of time coming out. And, and um, so, so I think that people would feel the same way if bands were honored that most people don't know about. But you're in a yeah. room full of uh, ten thousand people that do know what you know, and it would be a cool thing, man. Anyway, I don't know how we got off on all that, but no, no, we don't let you do that. It's definitely and a great idea. I think I I would definitely love to be a a, a person in that crowd, you know, because uh, the whole point of why we're doing this show is because me and my resident homies here have been into this extreme form of music for more than two decades and we still love it just as much as we did then yeah you want to share talking to a legend like you and and you. And, and and really uh nerding out as you called me in the beginning i'm a nerd <laughs> on shit so it's like you're way cooler than me buddy <laughs> <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> 
dude but in reality that's exactly the whole point of this is we we like to to spread it thin and really get all the the nooks and crannies you know checked out and get all the information dude you know and and with a, a band like atheist and till the dirt and I'm, i have so much information available for me to pick through when i'm sitting there with these bands you know and that i i don't want to just phone it i i, I mean i do get into the uh vibes where i need just background music while i'm doing something else yeah absolutely you know and that's totally chill and i love that those situations too yeah. then, time, dude, i'll fucking throw on some sinatra you yeah. know when i, I, I want to yeah. feel that dean martin i love that shit dude, motown do it doesn't have to be extreme metal it doesn't have to be heavy metal it doesn't have to be pop it doesn't have to be jazz. like you you should want to accentuate your visual uh location as a human being each day as you go out if you're going shopping if you're headed to, to the grocery store you may want to listen to something that's going to you know uh make you feel you know maybe you want to listen to some old lady shit and then you yeah. roll up into some jazz and you roll up into some jeff buckley and, and you just go all over and it's going to make you it's going to make your movie better you know? right exactly yeah. dude. and i i dig that for sure and, and sure. that's exactly how i am dude i i i am add when it comes to uh something a situation like that but then there's also those times where i can hone it in and really focus on something you know yeah, and, there's not a restaurant you ever go to where you're just gonna get where they're gonna bring in a plate that just has a fish on it yeah you're like oh there's a fish. Nope. I got to have the five course meal yeah. where the side, man. it's yeah. served to me in the proper order. Metal yeah. is our, metal is our fucking main thing. Yeah. Uh, but we you know, but that yeah. we have all these other things around it. So yeah, that's a, that's an important part of it because, uh, you know, and that's the way all people should be, but uh, pop music people aren't there. Like average people that are just like, you know, don't, don't really care about me. Like my mother is so a musical. Yeah. Like she just doesn't really care about music. Like, and I'm, I've never met any. I love her to pieces, and she's always been supportive of me, and I love her. But she couldn't care less whether she ever heard music ever again. I think just it's wild to me. I, I can't even get my head around that at yeah. all. It's so goddamn important to every driving to get my kid from school. Yeah. I need to hear a particular kind of music. Like I just, I'm not, immediately my brain goes ah. Uh, <laughs> rolling through my shit or i go through my spotify yes this yeah. i want to hear pucifer right now fucking i want to be in that fucking headspace that i go to pick up my kid from school right I fucking hate going there and all the pretentious fucking you know yoga people and, and <laughs> latte fuckers and you know what i mean like i don't look yeah, like fuckers. all the other parents at my kid's school <laughs> <laughs> latte fuckers is almost that for me. latte <laughs> fuckers dude brain Damn. metal and latte fuckers so far i've gotten from this needless yeah. to say i stick out i stick out in the school fucking parent line you know yeah yeah, yeah. oh for sure but <laughs> i mean that's the thing it's like and then you talk about somebody who's like your mom where it wouldn't you would it doesn't matter to, to you ever heard music ever again i don't think you care but, and, and it drives you insane because you've had such probably the deepest conversations in your life about music with somebody who just vibed on the same shit as you and you fall down these rabbit holes together and you're like this is a new brother i yeah. just met you 
you know, at the show tonight, but we vibe so quick and, and it, that's those situations are what tells us like, it's, it's just a, it's a different language when you're with your mom, when I'm with um, anybody who's outside of this bubble that we're talking about, we now are in a just a different realm and you have yeah, you to kind of like to hide it. That. You right. got to kind of hide it. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, in like certain I said, realm, when, yeah, in certain when I'm out on the beach, when I'm out on the beach, like doing that golf cart shit, when I'm guarding people around, yeah, I'm 100% hiding most of it. Rarely. The other day I was riding, I had a cynic hat on and this guy was in the back of my car and he goes, Hey man, he's like, I'm a jazz drummer from Knoxville. And I, these guys in a metal band asked me to learn a couple of cynic songs. And I was like, ah, oh, those are my dudes, man. And, uh, and so what's funny is like, I was like, yeah, I, you know, he's like, you played a band too. And I was like, yeah, I hate and he was like, oh, you know, fuck, I can't believe him. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. cool. You know, I was like, ah, oh, dude, but you know, everybody sits and wipes their ass the same, buddy. You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's like you'd be shocked at how I don't know this perception about music where people think, oh, well, band's been around a long time. I've seen him in magazines. I must be rich. And it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, rich people make shitty music. <laughs> yeah, can I, no, can I, not, I everybody. You know, can I present uh, an alternate reality for you guys? That's not quick, true, like, man. Um, <laughs> no, 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 for sure. There's, there, I know, no, no, I no, it's not true. I I'm, totally being a, I'm, I'm being a bitter dick. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. I know. It's like we've been we played fucking people. You know, growling at people and going fuck it. Yeah, but at the same time like so presents an alternate reality of i know ian uh just mentioned uh sleep token that's a band that's exploding but some it's a metalish kind of funk hip all these things but like imagine if all of a sudden like death metal was hitting number one on the charts would you think it was a sick because now all of a sudden it's this thing it's this thing that you've been seeking your whole life and you found it and, and all of a sudden now that's the thing that the all the high school girls and everyone's listening like high school boys are all like fuck yeah this is the thickest thing it's like all of a sudden now because metals had this kind of under the kind of the cool part of the the brethren for lack of a better term is the fact that we know about it and a lot of people don't and we know it's better um than most music and a lot of people don't but if it was let's say in five years all of a sudden death metal it's cannibal number one on billboard it's you know like well let's let's go let's go back to you know there, there there's already a precedent there metallica yeah. you know metallica was everybody's best kept secret our little our little clique of underground people in the beginning it was metallica and slayer merciful fate and all that and um i remember how i felt when they signed with a major label i was cool with it so i think that it, to answer your question i i think that because it it built itself outside of that world yeah and the outside world embraced it then it doesn't lose integrity so it, in the, it's it, shocking to me that if 16 year old girls in high school were suddenly into fucking uh bathory you know i'd be like wow oh <laughs> it can really? happen though it can happen though if, 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 if let's say if the genre got that big, then people right. would go like, "Oh, dude, you like fucking yeah, there's a corpse, dude? thirteen year old girl with a Tom Warrior shirt on." I'm gonna be like, "Wow, that's great." Like, I, there, there was so Metallica was an outlier, and Pantera was an outlier. They hit number one on the charts. They, you know, they they, they were yeah, Metallica was way before Pantera. Well, way before, but still like an a and they had Anthrax, Exciter, hit Metallica, hit, Trouble, bitch. Was hit number one though to be like number one, like it was Pantera, maybe Metall uh, Metallica obviously metallica's before but that's one and that's an outlier band i'm talking about the whole genre it's like instead of taylor swift drake 
blah, blah, blah. It's just all like cannibal corpse, you know, like deicide, atheist, cynic. Like, so, well, I, I think our whole that would fuck up our whole world. I think. No, I don't think it would. <laughs> I don't think it would. I either, actually, man. my what I was going to come with some positivity, which is, um, I think that there's less ego, even though ego's all around. No matter what, if you're human, you're going to deal with your ego. But now you're but wearing can... the Taylor Swift shirt, though. Now you're you're wearing the Taylor Swift. Wait shirt. a minute. Hold on a second. So didn't Metallica outsell Taylor Swift? No. I... No, no, I don't think so. Taylor Swift's like number one. Maybe all time. Maybe no, all there time. was some. There was some. There was some. No, they they outdid they outdid her in the stadium show that they did. So you're exactly. saying, yes, all right. well, I because and, because of the way the stage was set up, and uh, that's how they were able to do a hundred thousand. Stranger, stranger yeah. things, like TV shows, and that. I'm just saying for a second, like just devil's advocate for a second, like like a uh, Stranger Things, though. That I mean, as, as annoying as it as it is, that like Master Puppets thing was like. The thing that was talked it about got my kid into Metallica so, more than I did. <laughs> I've been trying to that's, show my kids their, that's their Cannibal Corpse moment. That's their Cannibal Corpse yeah. Ventura. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, that, but so many people were turned on a Cannibal Corpse because of fucking this Ventura. So I don't right. think that's a bad thing. I don't think that I don't yeah. think that reduces yeah. the integrity of the art. I just think it exposes. Yeah. Um, it exposes the 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 idea that people that it needed to be that much of a reach for people in the mainstream to fucking appreciate it like, i'm, I'm it's actually took you so long Joel's... to fucking figure it out but welcome to our party you know what, what i mean Joel's putting out there is like literally the extreme version of like taylor swift is so extreme right now if yeah but i'm not mad that demi lovato wants to do a song and knock loose i'm not fucking that's mad cool. About that's, that's cool that's cool i'm i'm thirty thousand dollars a ticket for taylor swift though thirty thousand dollars a ticket for taylor only swift. because somebody will pay that, that i mean not, yeah, not everybody's paying there's way too many people that'll pay that yeah. and it's people scary giving yeah, up a new that. card to go see taylor swift for a no people i remember when her, i was gonna go see a soccer game like a barcelona soccer game um about two months ago and Taylor Swift was playing two nights in advance, and they had signs going like, "You're yeah. not allowed to park here if you're like if you're if you want to watch the sh- like listen to the show like pay the fifty dollar yeah. people." There's crowds of people that just park and yeah. listen to her. I've never seen anything like it, man. I don't even remember <laughs> back back in the NSYNC and Britney and well, Justin days. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember it being on on the Taylor Swift level. Like she, I don't man, understand. You gotta keep your hat to her, man. I mean, she's you know. She's she's uh humble she's about it, but well, she probably makes like almost enough money to buy a house. Actually, well, she makes thirteen million dollars a show, a show. Yeah, for her. I'm just saying, and yeah, everybody I'm else makes a lot of. And also, it, it needs to be yeah. said that she 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 gave out five million dollars in bonuses to her crew. So she walked up to a truck driver driving a semi truck and gave him a hundred thousand dollars. Man, I can't hate that. You know, and I'm gonna fuck whether I like her music or not. Like that's the that's the that's what needs to happen in this industry because this industry is is full of sorrow and fucking scraping change. And uh, so when somebody has that kind of success and they pass it on to their people, yeah, pop music, country music, whatever. I got love for you, man. You know, I mean, uh, so she's done it right, man. And she, uh, it's kind of like you know, karma is working in her direction, and you know, and it's not gonna last forever. But good for yeah. her, man. You know, but goddamn, to make. To, can you imagine waking up tomorrow morning and going, oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna fucking have some sausage and uh, some eggs and thirteen million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, you wake up tomorrow, you egg some, so- have some. Well, eggs and sausage, <laughs> and you walk out and everybody's wearing a half a billion a tour. 
it's like you playing a show in the Every city day. is going to cause like major traffic in that city. And then maybe you get in a daze for four days and you're like, oh my God, I'm yeah. so long. Sorry, let me focus. Wait a minute, I made $50 million in the last four days. Like, it's like, <laughs> dude, shit, uh, man. dude, sorry, I got, I got stuck in traffic. Cannibal Corpse is playing fucking <laughs> yeah. AT&T Park, dude. And I just fucking... Taylor Swift should just have like Cannibal Corpse open for her tours. Like. If she, she anything she touches will be big. I mean, obviously yeah. I'm a big Chiefs fan. Everyone knows that. So Travis Kelsey's four hundred percent on his jerseys. Yeah, his what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about at all. I know well, his jerseys went up. His yeah. sales went up four hundred percent in a day. Yeah. Now, now yeah. she could just politically fucking position herself yeah. to help people register to vote. But she did. She got like thirty five hundred people or thirty five thousand people to register to vote. So uh, it'd be nice to see some people that have the attention and the, and, you know, if you want to call yourself an influencer, then be an influencer because what's happening right now, and I don't want to get into politics, but man, there's some real scary shit going on, on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, the, yeah. American, the American people need to come together and be like, all yeah. of you, all of you are fucked up. You're all fired. <laughs> You're all fucking fired. You are not, you can't balance our budget in two days that, that in two days are, our, our, our my mom, my mom's not going to get her check next next week to to live to yeah. eat. Uh, military people aren't going to be paid, but congressmen and senators will be yeah, paid. They get paid. Yeah, fuck Dude, you, Taylor Swift you. for president. Then because Taylor Swift for president, we'll all get a hundred grand. Taylor Swift for president, corpse grinder for vice president. Dude, corpse grinder for vice president. I love that ticket, man. I love that ticket. Oh my god, that ticket! I would be. Taylor Swift for president, Corpse Fisher Grinder Swift. for vice president. That's it. That's it, Fisher dude. Swift. That's what we need. It's totally Corpse Swift. Oh my god! <laughs> you heard it first here, oh, ladies and gentlemen. God, that's fucking. Uh, uh, yes. Guys, I gotta go get some dinner. I love you very much, all man. Right, dude, right, hey, this is a up. great time, dude. I'm starving, Kelly. That was. No, it's all good, all good. dude. No, easy conversation, man. I love hanging out with you guys. Thanks for always having me and supporting. No, no doubt, dude. And I'm oh, glad we didn't even plug anything in the beginning. But you're doing a podcast too. You got oh, we're, we're homies. You know, we're we're yeah, dude. We're, yeah, dude. Uh, we're, we're talking, you know, about metal. I love nothing more than to just discuss the history and the, you know, it doesn't have to be like me, 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 look at my record, you know, but go buy that record though. Yeah, dude. And also all the atheist reissues are beautiful, man. Those, 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 uh, those fucking, um, what are they called? Splatter vinyl. Yeah. They, yeah. they look amazing. Hell like yeah. So, and they're, and they're all different than any other issue that's been available. So if you're a collector, you want to get these, uh, those atheist reissues and uh and i'm working really hard i'm literally leaving this interview right now i'm gonna go to my studio yeah. i'm gonna write a sick-ass fucking atheist trip just for you guys yeah. Fuck and yeah. on the record yeah. it'll be coming out next year so i love you man yeah, yeah, you hey, 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 love you too hey, uh, let's uh, let's say uh, anthony let's, let's let's hang out for a second you know, all right yeah i'll do, we'll yeah. do a post pod but kelly, uh, kelly, kelly you go do eat, your thing do Dude, kelly thank you so much hey, for your time you thanks much, everybody brother. for we'll checking out the, the kelly death podcast <laughs> the kelly, kelly death, death podcast, podcast. <laughs> why yeah, did you ever like fucking <laughs> say that until now dude that's amazing kelly, that, oh, it's brilliant. I like it. Ah. thank you guys right, i appreciate you man have a good night oh yeah we'll keep in touch love you brother man see ya dude that was sick yes great time it was red yeah, that was sweet. I, know, I, I feel like, I feel bad when you know when people have to do their thing and we're like, all right, well, let's do the the plugs and hang I out. Know, we didn't even plug like anything. East Coast, it's like one in the morning for him. Or something. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Joseph, no. how you doing, man? Good. 
Yeah, dude, we got Joseph back. Dude, this fucking drill into him Professing. for a second, dude. Yeah. There was we a couple guys. Joseph was, we can was about to him. like. Are you teaching a lecture right now? Or are you... no, Joseph was like gonna chime in a couple times and then like. Yeah. Kelly would go on something and then like we'd be like yeah, totally, totally. and it's like oh like Joseph was like, 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 like fuck. He's like he's like. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I have I I teach a class starting tomorrow, so I'll have my. I'll get to say whatever I fucking want for the whole class. And I, don't, I don't need this time to, you know. They have to listen to me. So, uh, are you back in shit. Santa Cruz? I'm in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Oh my! I know. I, I didn't hung out with your roommate night. yesterday, dude. I know. I um, saw the you. You first said that Behemoth was playing in a couple days, and I was like, mm. "Fuck yeah!" And I didn't. I have I have a calendar now. I'm 39, dude. I How mad should I be about so missing old, last night? I really wanted to drive down. It was down the street. And I didn't go because I had plans. I had pizza. I had pizza ordered like over like uh, in Watsonville, Corleus area on the way, and then I get the text like, "Dude, they're playing it." Joseph, did you catch Imperial? Yeah, <sighs> yeah, they were good, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you won't. It's not the case that you won't ever see them. Like they're, I know. Really they're, busy. they're, they're, yeah, they're pumping but it out. They were, they were really good. Um, man. Kenny can play the drums, bro. That guy. Dude, he did the uh, thing, man. The thing you were talking about, where he like plays a blast beat and then he like speeds the up atomic age, dude. Beats up one hand, and I was like, "What the?" Mm-hmm. F-? And then I, it's I, just so mind blowing, dude. Yeah, it was really fucking crazy. Um, I really want him on the show. I'm, I'm gonna work it out. I'm gonna. Kenny I got. Fun, I got a. Dude. I got a line to him. Nice, Kenny Garowski from uh, Imperial. Yeah, Ian. Stanford. Ian, help us out. Crazy. Ian's there, and maybe, but no, Matt Hollenberg from uh, Cleric. He's been on the show. Oh, yeah, I was recently talking to him. Yeah, and uh, I I think that that's my line to Kenny. But Kenny's on tour right now, so he's not. Yeah. But uh, hold me to it right now. That's you're gonna see me bring that to fruition. I gotta talk to that guy, dude. Shout out to Imperial Triumphant for making that avant-garde style of metal like popular enough to be on a pretty major tour doing that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean i've been a fan of some of that like portal and stuff since like the mid 2000s and i mean gorguts gorguts has always been big and everything but they're even you know imperial are more avant-garde in a lot of ways and yeah they're doing great shit out there um and then there's this band called twin temple i don't know if you've heard of this band they're like that sounds amazing 50s style rock and roll but like satan like satanic satanic rockabilly or some shit like older, like, older ghost i don't know fucking. older ghost yeah no literally like <laughs> joseph they, and i saw ghosts together we held hands <laughs> yeah. it was, uh, no we didn't ghost we saw ghosts together so they're like, there. are they like greased what? up are they like wearing a pentagram time i just think you guys wasn't it you saw, you saw you saw Iron Maiden with someone else with uh, oh, and you saw, wasn't yeah. it the same? I know your I know your show's much better than you do, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Are you good. sure? It wasn't because yeah, that wasn't an Ozfest. That was something else. That was Iron Maiden playing and Ghost opened. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What What Ian is saying? Yeah. Yes, they wear like leisure suits with like the fucking hats and like there's a saxophone player and a keyboard player and they're doing just classic 50 sorry what's a leisure suit i don't i know is that, what is that like a, the, the playboy owner like guy fucking blues brothers shit oh blues brothers oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. like yeah, yeah i'm saying jacket. like were they combing their hair back and fucking saying yeah. hail Satan at the same time it was like they were saying they were like trying to co-opt like that style and make that 
satanistic so it wasn't just metal that was satanic that there could be other I mean, satanic kinds of metal or music it was i was not expecting it so they caught me off guard yeah so i was also like i want to see behemoth you know like you're <laughs> like we get it like, come and on. Then, yeah yeah and then uh behemoth came on and man they can still put on a fucking amazing show and they yeah, played trevor was classic. boner city over that he was like yeah. i mean because we me and trevor have seen behemoth i mean we've played with uh, you played with Behemoth with me with Casey, right? Was that the tour we did? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played, played with Behemoth a couple times. Two times once, Netherlands uh, and, in Netherlands, yeah. and then it was like Ohio, Ohio. Spokane. Spokane. Was Spokane oh, cool in America too. Yeah, there was some other one we did with Origin too. Yeah, just like fuck. in like Ohio. The only two I remember is Spokane, and uh, I don't even know, dude. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, I just I, I mean, even back then, they're just the way that fucking. The confidence they have the most confidence that yep. I've ever seen. Yep, <laughs> like... yep. They had oh, tons of yeah. tons of stage presence. Um, yeah. all the fucking I wouldn't say gimmicks, but like the moves, yeah. you know. And yeah. um, yeah. And then Inferno just on this giant drum set, like twelve piece drum set with like, dude, he's the master of that like tribal drumming in death metal that like all toms like dun 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 you know all that shit and his roles would be like like so fucking cool i was so inspired yeah so and nurgles just sounds good still his voice is killer and they played some old songs like conquer all uh they played a couple songs from um the other 2000s records that i really like so yeah make enough money to keep doing it yeah and it was the first time playing santa cruz they were like this is our first time in 20 years we've ever played santa cruz and we're gonna come back every time and everyone's like yeah yeah. until they don't i I know to take it away from this just for a second i want to do a quick shout out to talk uh, about the king diamond dude you're listening to king gold gold fields uh trading post is that oh yeah i know fuck i've never even been there and i I lived in roseville okay that was my first time going to a show there's two gold fields by the way there's one in sacramento and and we i've I've seen shows set up the gps and it took us to the wrong one dude (laughs) so i get to the wrong one i dropped my fucking glasses in a puddle of stagnant water that's where i broke my rib that's where i broke my rib on a scooter dude okay so then i fucking i got a handful of beer to bring matt from cryptopsy and i open it up and there's a small tiny little bar dude and then i look and then there was this other area where i could turn to the right and i was like oh maybe the venue is that way so then i get a text from matt we're at the parking lot behind the venue okay i turn to the side of the venue parking sick i go to walk down there i start i start to hear i start to hear the generator of a tour bus and i'm like fuck yeah dude we're moving in the right direction get there no tour bus no nothing realize i'm in sacramento and just for people to to kind of like give an idea you're literally there it's two venues that are maybe seven miles apart yeah yeah i was like 15 minutes away from the where i was supposed to be yeah. So I didn't. I got. I still got there in time to go do. Which, by the way, didn't even plug it. But I'll. There's gonna be a box and hops episode with me crossover. Cali. Oh yeah. And uh, um. But anyway, so we finally made it back. And this whole night, dude, I'm like, this place is sick, and it's about a 300 capacity venue. The sound is fucking perfect. All really? the mix. I no matter where. Okay, you that's good go, to know. 
where no matter where I stood, I heard every single player of every band that night. So I don't know if it was just the sound guy or the system or all of that together, but I, I was just so impressed by the sound That's important for metal because a lot of the you know like what we talked about with uh playing the vets hall or something it's like you can't hear everything and it's like oh well we got to see him but it's like well did you you know felton music hall in santa cruz is pretty much the same thing it's, that's like the one place where i go there and i'm like oh shit they have really good sound here i wish metal bands would play here i saw right like stoner rock bands like bell witch and, that are amazing but like mm-hmm. i have never seen like a band i want to see there but i they need to play there i'm like yeah. don't hide from metal guys like have you have a good system you have a good room a good room is huge like to not bounce especially for a lot of riffs or something mm-hmm. you need like a small like a perfect size room with a good sound guy and a good pa and they have their own beers they brew their own oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. it's a brewery yeah. night next right next door full menu the the episode that i did with matt was we were sitting at the brewery we just ate some food we're having a beer like dude it was totally fucking a sick vibe that whole night dude so goldfield trading post in roseville shout out yeah you're like heavily in roseville shout out (laughs) (laughs) not sacramento um no the one that i went to is roseville the one that they play heavily shout out in roseville heavily shout out to roseville yeah i've seen punk bands play at the small and it's fun there it's small it's fun yeah, but like I've never been to the Roseville one. That's where I was living before I moved here, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, as I leave, there's a sick venue that opens. It just kind of made me mad. Uh, yeah. I hope I hope it sucked. I was like cro- crossing my fingers it sucked. After I <laughs> no, moved it was really but, good, uh, dude. I can't yeah. wait to go back, dude. And I want to yeah. take you there. And they're also like, a date. like the X Bar is getting a lot of shows and stuff, and I think they should probably go to Roseville instead because if the sounds good, X Bar is decent, but like. Rose, I mean, if it's got a, a venue with good sound for metal, then that's important as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, as I, as I get older, and I was just mentioning, even on the Vox and Hops episode, I was just mentioning that a place like that, where Sacramento's like the new spot to hit on all these tours that are coming through, it's the Bay is no longer the Northern California spot to hit. It's now Sacramento area. Yeah, that's that's one of the for the smaller places or smaller packages that are coming through but cryptopsy is in a small package dude it literally i i was so impressed by the professionalism of that whole entire package dude every single one of those bands were well, 10 out of 10 dude a lot of the uh, bands they have the, their booking agents stick to the same venues so like when i see a band going like, we're going on tour i'm like okay it's gonna be at dna lounge it's gonna be like I know where it's gonna be, like because yep. oh, they always book the same places, and um, yeah, it'd just be really cool to kind of push them to try different things, you know? Because <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the this threw me off. Yeah, that right this there shit. is Ian looking out his window right now while he's watching this, and his neighbor just plowed over his own mailbox right now, dude. So sick. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Shout watching us. He's just watching us ramble, ran, uh, like rant. What am I even trying? Ian, to can ramble. you post a, when we post the episode? Can you post a picture in the comments? Oh like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, dude, take a quick picture out that window, bro. I'd like to see that tomorrow. Oh, he's outside right now, so he's just smoking a bowl, watching us on his phone. He's like, "What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus!" So, Joseph, what do you what do you, you move back to Santa Cruz? You're back, back, yeah, he's fucking in Europe for a month too. 
Yep, I was in Europe. I'm back for the fall. Then I next year I will be in Irvine, California for six months, and then halfway through the year I'm moving back permanently to Santa Cruz to my oh. own place. So this is like this is just a little like tease trip now. But I cousin. I brought my like instruments up here, so I got my guitar circle. Oh yeah, my guitar rack. Wait, how long are you gonna be in Santa Cruz before uh, you go back to Irvine for a bit? till december 31st okay december 31st so we got you for no, the rest nice. of the year yeah Dude, I, i'm gonna make my way down to santa cruz before you get back down to irvine for that and i'm building an outdoor year. bar on a, uh, uh with my fiance we're getting like a sick hangout outdoor bar area let's oh, nice. fucking rage it and i got guest rooms take me for the grand opening of the outdoor bar dude yeah. Just let me. I gotta only spend like forty more grand, and we'll get it done. <laughs> I'll make you my signature. Send we'll that shit quick, so bar. I can get down there quick. Yeah. Tiki but no, I'm so sure back. I'm so sure back. Uh, you better have some the... tiki torches. <laughs> tiki, fuck tiki. I'm just doing fucking tiki outdoor training. Fuck peaky porches, dude. I'm trying to go outdoor, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you need it more like rustic, like out mountain vibe. We can do the tiki bar down here at the the beach where I'm at. So, oh, is that? Oh, that's the house that we all hung Barbecued, out at. What's got, right? Oh, that's awesome. Right that's a beautiful place. I over love that place. there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facing opposite it. That no, it's side. sick. It's it's right on this. It's on this. Uh, you can't call it a lake. It's on the lagoon. Lake ocean lagoon. It's like the ocean's lagoon. right there, but it's like it's feeding right. I don't know. Yeah, that this is where I grew mountain. up. Yep. Very lucky. What a, what a bummer. Hey, uh, shout out Warforged and Anthony wanted to ask how they were. Dude, uh, how did how were they? They were uh, literally a band that I think that should be playing in front of four times the amount of people that I saw them playing in front of at this place. Although that place did pack out. Like I said, it was a 300 capacity. I'd say they were two thirds filled there. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, um, Wednesday or, you know, whatever. No, that was a, that was a Saturday night, but I'm saying, you know, wherever you think they were playing in front of 200, they should be playing in front of six to 800 people. I literally looked at every single person in that band while they were playing and all of them are pros, dude. And all of them are really old, old one. I didn't even read it. I didn't even read it. It says all good. I love Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to take uh, comments out of uh, out of context. Now. I was just super proud to like you know know those dudes for this long and know about the music and shit, but never experience it live. And um, I, in those intimate realms with such a good mix um i i did have a deeper connection with that that night than i probably would have if i was at the vet hall in fucking santa cruz you know there was there was something like the wavelength was right and i caught on to it really quick and and those dudes were ready to play those you know watching max and alex together as brothers right there and Tim on vocals made me realize like I need to fucking hit the books again. And Jason's just fucking like in his pocket the whole fucking time. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck is going on right now? 
This yeah. is the opening band on this package, dude. I need to fucking, I need to take a breath. I kind of like the for, the format of what we did tonight. I kind of, I kind of, uh, we probably should talk about this off air, but like have the guests, like, all right, guys, peace out. And then we have like a little wrap up and then we. Yeah, but what if we do three hours with them? Then we got to do another four well, hours. Sometimes another it's like, hour. And then but the thing that's funny is like when you're talking, I just put like, and also taking comments out of uh, like, how they they're, they're basically saying what's Wait, the word out of do we have a do we have a soundtrack i just be like this dude just you know like i was putting things earlier like a funny like comedian thing where it's like you guys are talking and i'm just like i just like we'll take things like old comments and throw them in into like what you're talking about just trying to make it seem like it's we'll working we'll with be, our conversation we'll be talking and be like hey, dude fuck yeah dude like, <laughs> for life dude <laughs> no i i totally talking. not with that i didn't i i was so deep in what I was talking about, I couldn't watch any of those comments because I was just feeling it, dude. I was really feeling this uh, show, and there's actually people that I talk to that I want to connect with on the show too, as well. There might be like oh, two episodes that came out of there. <laughs> no, it was great music. Dude. I was gonna was keep like, who, going as long it? as Casey wanted it to go, dude. Remember the just old Zoom the whole... format, though. The old Zoom, uh, like if you talk, oh God. It you front and center, though, it was just like yeah, it was, it was, it a was really a... funny like episode or not episode, but it was like a, a class where the, it's everyone's standing in class, and all of a sudden this kid farts and just puts it on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he goes burnt in the virtual bug. class. And yeah, yeah, like, he's oh, like, he just gets called out by the camera, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just all sitting there like, what? Like, where are you looking at me? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen the vir- it's like a virtual courtroom and the guy doesn't know oh, his dude. name's Buzz gonna Bucker be there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy's like, I will have order in my court. Like, <laughs> this one's the cat one, yeah. The dude's like, Oh, the cat uh, one, like, too. It's still know. like, I'm, I'm not a cat, all time greatest video. The cat like looks all like, yeah, it's all moving yeah. with his eyes. It's all like, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm not a cat, <laughs> Joseph. Tell us, uh, your your uh, most awesome experience of being over in europe yeah okay. oh yes oh, yeah so so i i played a festival called prophecy fest um i'll grab the poster here in a second bring it over those pictures were sick yeah it was in a cave it's called balva hole which is in the town of balva so which sick. is in like western germany it's like they they throw metal shows mostly like black metal and that darker stuff uh not a lot of death metal as far as i could tell your eyes but, are um, super blue right now dude are you blue eyes usually right. blue like that sorry dude i might yeah, so much i might like, like he's just sexy as shit right now while he's talking dude i'm sorry um yeah it's anyways. my secret power is the blue eye thing the cave um, <laughs> he's cave dwelling he's cave dwelling yeah. right now and you talk about his eyes come on um <laughs> Yeah, and so we're on the label Prophecy Records that put on the fest, and um, yeah, we apparently the band is like kind of big in Europe, and I guess we went over and found out, and yeah, there was like a sizable audience for us. We played in between Saturnus and Grob. I don't know a lot of like doom and black and dark folk, all that stuff. Uh, I didn't really know too many of them, but you've probably heard of a few like My Dying Bride november yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and then like sure. the, the big headliner was agaloc who are like a kind of like mid-level metal band in america but are like fucking huge in europe they're like yeah. everyone was like i 
fucking as soon as Agalock was on the bell announced, I bought my tickets. Like I didn't realize how huge they were over there, and it was cool. And then seeing Hunter play, I already talked about it, but yeah, shout out Hunter. Oh, again. so Agalock was the one that I was gonna say. I think that was the band. I was like trying to grab. My oh yeah, yeah. You side note. Dude. Well, I want to hear your story after this, Casey, because uh, it's, it's ties. Well, in I mean, well. Look at the cave, dude. The cave so, is they're playing. Yeah, like, so oh, dude, that's well, so sick. You're in a fucking... It looks like you're in Matrix Part 2, where they're, like, like recruiting yeah. everybody outside of the Matrix, you know? And real quick shout-out, that bass player on the right is my friend from high school, Alex, and we've been playing in bands since we were, like, 15. Jesus. And, and you're and playing then, in a cave together. Yeah. <laughs> I, almost dude, like... I just almost... Uh, okay, I almost just cried for a second right there, dude. I just got really emotional when you said that, dude. I don't yeah. know. Don't cry, then. Fucking pussy. No, I, I saved it. <laughs> I saved it. <laughs> I just got really emotional when you said that right there, though, dude. So Agalock headlined that whole thing? Yeah, they were the last band to play. I didn't even know that was the thing. Yeah, so I... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was I in told... the airport... Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was uh, flying to Japan uh, with my girlfriend and we went through uh, Seattle airport. Uh, it was like September 6th, I think, 7th, whatever date. It's like it's all a blur around all the time. But it was the 7th. It must have been that or the 6th that day. Anyways, point yeah. is we, we flew to Seattle airport and we were there. We got like, uh, you know, delay. Like, delayed to like you know like eight hours layover whatever on the flight and all this and so we're like after like the last like delay we're like fuck it we're gonna go to this like restaurant bar thing in terminal three whatever it was and da, da, da. And i'm standing there like in the line and i'm just like dude that guy at that table looks like exactly like hunter Jin, you know and i'm like i don't even know i never met him in person but we've we done canvas solaris podcast and the mm-hmm. you know all that mm-hmm. shit and um Anyways, it was so weird. And I'm just standing there. Then he like sees me. I'm wearing a Cinec hat, and he like sees me, and I'm just like, and he like comes up. He's like, "Dude, are you wearing a Cinec hat? Like, what the fuck?" Like, I'm like, "Dude, are you Hunter?" And he's like, are "You Casey?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, in- <laughs> so in we just and then, yeah. Then we got like our our table was like right next to theirs and shit. And I like walk up and I'm like, "Oh, you guys are in Agal?" Or like, uh, I was like meeting the whole band like at their table and shit. And, like, yeah. it was so funny. And, Dude, uh, and it, what was even funny to add to that was both. I, I keep in touch with both of you guys. Like, I talk to Hunter probably yeah once a week, once every two weeks or whatever. We check in with each other, and and it was so funny because I'm at work and I got one ear in, and Siri tells me who's texting me or whatever. Seriously, you know, you are getting, and it yeah. was it was a text message at the exact same time. It was from both of you guys. Mm-hmm. From both of you, like, oh yeah, it's like I'm like Anthony. Who won? Who got in first? Who, Casey, who got in? Hunter. Casey, yeah. Did so? Casey got first. Casey got first. Text. I don't know who got in first, but it was the exact <laughs> oh. same time where I was just like, yeah. "Whoa, dude, this is crazy!" And both so of you guys, I just, I it made me feel like I was almost there with you guys, like virtually, because you guys hit me up at the same time and you know I'm, i was just like oh my bros yeah. just met out of it, organically you know synchronistically like if you didn't yeah. have that delay that wouldn't have happened and yeah. i got what what like one of the people from the restaurant at the airport like to take a picture of us like yeah and i'm like standing in front of the table with all of agaloth and i'm like hey and it's like <laughs> hey joel can you pull up that insta post again and just scroll uh, yeah. like 
two or three I, letter or pictures. I was having a uh, semi freak out when you said Hunter. I was looking for the ground sloth, which is usually velcroed to my monitor, and it's not there <laughs> yeah. anymore. I know it scared uh, you. It's so I, can't, I don't know where it is. I still know after the spot is done. I think it, it might have. Cool. It, was, it was Velcro to the top of my monitor. So I mean, someone's <laughs> fucking with me. Oh. Ah, yeah. I'm well, gonna talk to your roommates. Roommate. Um. Uh. Shit. Did I close it? Yeah. Um. Dude, how cool is that though? Like to be at the lumber dome and listening to Canvas Solaris back in the day. Oh hell yeah! Look at that, dude. Oh yeah, dude. We've been listening to Canvas Solaris for almost twenty years, right? Oh, and yeah. then, and then a situation like that naturally happens. Finally, look. If right he ever finds that ground sloth, yeah, I will insane. take like, the actual ground sloth that he had on stage back in the day. Yeah. Like me and Carrie Gear would sit there and like we had a downloaded video before YouTube and watch this like shredding band. Okay, right. so, yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do multiple things. Hmm. Let me get your. Uh... I was actually wearing my radical research shirt at that cryptopsy show. Keep metal weird, dude. I want a radical research shirt. Did Did Hunter tell you uh, what Jeff is doing that made him not able oh, to attend yeah. this? No, but I would love to hmm. know. He He has his first non-metal or non-music industry job in like thirty years. Can you guess what happened? What it Jiffy Lube. No, I'm just joking. I, 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 I see. see. <laughs> no, oh, dude, yeah. he. He's he's uh working for the post office. He's like, oh wow! I guess he's always wanted to be a post slinging like a packages. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. go to the go to the video, man. Whoa, bro, dude! Bro, sick drummer, you were close, dude. Ian fucking said UPS and yeah, the fucking. And that that was the right post, but there's a picture of me with the Agalock guys. Wow. Mm, no, same earlier one, like the wow. most recent, the one you were already on. This one? Oh, before okay. It's yeah. the multi multi post. Yeah, if you can play video, right. I want to hear the oh, audio. No, no, no. no. These are going fine. through the right. bigger post. Damn, this is hard to explain, dog. Might be hard to do it as a computer. Um, you make you take sick pics though, dude. I always want to watch your socials because you you give me a little insight of outside of the shows as well. Tell my mouse where to stop. There. No. <laughs> so. So no. this is scrolling through the post, but within the one post, I want to look at. Oh, click there. Oh, yeah, yeah, where it's multiple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, scrolling through this the post. This area. I know. What yeah, the fuck? yeah. Okay, there. Yeah, okay, click that post. Click that. And oh, now, down here. Shit. This area right here. This. Oh, right here. Can you just like Yeah, the right. Yeah. Keep going. There it is. Boom. One more. One more. One more. There's Hunter. Oh, sick. Uh, there's another Hunter. Hell and yeah. then one more hunter, and then one more. Oh, There's us. God, uh, bro. Oh, yeah, there dude. he is. The hunter. Not the greatest. Literally, closing, but yeah. Literally love that dude. It, it's so crazy how much I love that man, and I don't even know him in person. We <laughs> yeah. talk so much, and it, we relate on so much shit. Like, I wanna, cool. I wanna hang with that dude. I can confirm. I think he's a real person. Like I, I, <laughs> I met him. I mean, it seemed like a both real you person. Touched but, you you know, both touched I touched him, right? him for sure. I mean, we yeah. got a couple hugs in there. Reiterate, I said this oh, yeah. before during the the episode when Kelly was on, when he was like, "You guys broke," but um, he, I asked him like, "When was the last time you were on stage?" And he was like, 15 years ago or something." Damn. And he's like, back on stage playing Europe, and I was like, 
what's your favorite part of going to Europe? Have you been? He's like, I've never been to Europe before. Oh so like, damn. Literally wow. his first time yeah. back and he's headlining a fucking festival. So, and he Jesus. is just, he's good enough to do that. You know, like he's a great, that musician. dude's got, he's got balls, dude. He's got courage because that, I mean, yeah, me and in him are in a very similar position to take that, that leap. Um, and I, I will say not true. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, Agalock's drumming, Agalock's drumming is is not technical. He, of course, just like played everything perfectly, but I, it was a, like a, but a fraction of his power. Like I oh, want to yeah. see him. I want to see him back doing like crazy canvas shit someday. So mm. his power, yeah. te- like technicality. All you listeners yeah. that are listening right now, if you yeah. don't know about Canvas Solaris, dude, you need to listen to that full motherfucker. Yep. Yep. So that was that was the big metal news of of the trip, and then the rest of it was like family and friends. Any crazy and... traveling situations, like where you're you're. Um, if you go to Germany, don't count on the trains to run on time or be. Oh really? It's, yeah, it's like I thought it would be chill to take trains to get everywhere, and like I had like kind of like Google mapped everything, but there were two occasions, and they were both Sundays, so I think it's by far worse on the weekends where our trains didn't get us to where we needed to by the end of the day we had to like get hotels and shit instead of get there on time but really so it wasn't so bad because i ended up having two nights one by myself one with my wife where we Mm -hmm. were like oh we're just gonna post in this fucking city and see what the fuck happened that's kind of cool the trains in japan are like insanely on time that's what they and were like, saying in germany they're like no you're thinking yeah. of japan that's where the trains yeah. are on no dude like and it's like we took this one bullet train where we were like like it was like no not the right one like we're waiting for the train that like comes in it's like we're like they're, they're, they're like switching the seats around so it goes a different direction and they're like doing all the shit inside and we're like bro like we got like it's gonna t- take off in like three minutes like four minutes they, they wouldn't let us board and then it wow. was like we had like boom and then it was like okay you got like four minutes to board and then it was like it shit took off right at the minute that the, the, it was just like we got well you know that you know that uh board, like that it was whole insane story like it's a terrible thing to bring up but if, if let's say if you were like fuck life i want to go kill myself and jump in front of a train they'll find your family because <laughs> you fucked up their like perfect timing that you yeah. fucked it up and yeah. they'll they'll charge your family like a big fine if you decide uh, to be like i'm gonna jump in front of a train fuck life blah blah they're like fuck you family you fucking made the train late dude <laughs> i swear oh, to god that's, 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 crazy, though. That's, that's how gnarly the, the with time and oh. stuff another cool thing about the 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 train subway system in uh japan is that they rerouted everything by using um fungus and have you heard about this joseph where they they had like a petri dish and they would you the certain type of fungus it's in a mm-hmm. this big mushroom documentary where mm-hmm. they like put they put points and they had they watched it grow and then yeah. they rerouted their whole system yeah to be like this is more efficient to go like the way the fungus did and it's mm-hmm. way more efficient mm-hmm. and they like just used like a, a crawling of fungus like paul stamets shit that sounds a little like cringy <laughs> yeah i don't know oh, i'll send you guys the fucking article after no I, 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 yeah. I remember reading about that i know yeah. nature's dumb but i mean besides nature nature's being dumb, dumb dude. <laughs> nature's like the dumbest thing i've ever seen but they <laughs> used like imagine like, imagine being like oh dude your husband committed oh suicide God. you like, also uh, back on that it was a quick whatever. little thing i went on dude it was like 35 seconds it took you to <laughs> Mike say was that. getting all dark everything was great 
It was no <laughs> darkness. You guys yeah, don't. Don't. But I mean, it's true. It's, but 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 that you're also true. complaining about the how how fucking efficient they are, <laughs> and so. Dude, Hunter, you know Hunter Gen is so fucking sick, that They dude. will find you. Like, yeah, he's like, Hunter Gen, yeah. No. Um, no, I think it's pronounced Gin, by the way. I don't know. If well, all I'm saying, though, is that <laughs> Europe is awesome, and so is Asia. Like, Japan was... Dude, I highly recommend going there if you ever get a chance. Yeah, it's what's the so plus sides cool. of, like, what were you not expecting what you loved about Japan? The plus sides were, like, everything. Right, um, yeah. the, the negative i don't even know man honestly like like what do you look I, the, only negative, like? the only negative is that I, I i feel i felt like if i it's just like they people say oh they speak english not really like they, like some people speak english but like like if if you knew japanese you'd, you'd do a lot better yeah oh, lot yeah better. <laughs> but i'm just saying like, but certain countries like like in europe like you can get you away with it you don't need to speak any with yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the traveling and vacation, it's always a big thing. Oh, yeah, literally about to say, dude, what was your best and worst meal? Both of you were they avocado? Was there avocado? There was in the no best and worst meal. meal. I want to know from dude, both of you guys' I, trip. I mean, dude. <laughs> all right, so I don't know. I don't yeah, know what my best meal was. I mean, there were so many good ones, but I guess trying sushi for the first time was probably my best in Osaka. Well, not for the and first then, time in uh, Japan. Yeah, how much different well, was it I'm from saying. like going to? Oh well, yeah, but when you say for the first time, they people might be listening and be like, nobody what's the big, Japan. What's, what's the big, no, no. What's the big difference from going to the place in Daly City versus going to Japan? Oh, well, dude. Yeah. So, so, so the point Spiral, is, viral, bro. Shout out. It's like uh, everything's like um, there's a lot more like smaller places that like people's will stand outside like there's only a few like so many seats like say there's like five to 20 seats inside and it's like there might be a line outside there might not i think th if there's a line outside it's it's usually like a good sign you know yeah yeah um but you like kind of wait for like not that long dude like 30 minutes or something like that you know um, how do you order how do you order if you if, like you said the, so there's the uh better. yeah like usually they have like like english menus or like you know like okay, like okay. they like it'll they're all hamburger rolls. i mean not they usually but like <laughs> some do some don't but like you can, use one. you can also use that like like the, uh, like the google app and like put like your camera on it and it will translate it to english like yeah okay. just like doing some like, of that like, like the picture and shit like that you know but um yeah, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, the hamburger rolls a real thing, dude. I'm guaranteed you find some place in the. Well, no, there's a place in Sacramento that had a burrito. It was a burrito roll. It was a burrito that was a oh, like a sushi sushi burrito. That's a roll burrito. One thing I noticed that was interesting. The place we went to was like they basically had like nigiri and cut rolls, and like that's how I love it. And the tuna and mayonnaise cut rolls, like you think of a spicy tuna that was a cooked tuna, not like raw, like like a spicy tuna like sriracha or like or whatever you know i'm a um, i'm a sashimi but, guy but i was like interested yeah i was like like the like the couple places i went to like it wasn't like i'm sure they have sashimi out there but it just was like nigiri was like, right way now. more like like is wasabi and ginger the same kind of thing you get or not yeah but it was interesting like at the place i went to i was like they asked for like do you want wasabi? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then, it, like, I didn't realize it. Just put it on the rolls, like it was like mm, on, on the nigiri. It's already put there. Yeah, yeah. And so I was kind of like, oh, where's the was? And they brought me more, and it was like really super fresh, like yes. Like, I feel like I'm the only person that hates wasabi. 
Like I don't I like horseradish. Well, I don't like horseradish. I don't like eating Vicks vapor rub yeah. on my food. It ain't Vicks vapor rub. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you guys about, have you guys ever used it? Do you guys ever have a sore throat when you were a kid? Yeah, dude, I snorted it, dude, when I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> Not Robitussin, brother. <laughs> <laughs> brother. Yeah. That's why I was a kid. My mom would be like, try sushi, and she would douse it in fucking. Um, yeah horseradish and i'd be like well it's not wasabi by the way it's fake wasabi wasabi is like a hundred dollars for this much yeah like real wasabi. you never tried wasabi really <laughs> it's like mm, it's yeah. literally like a thousand dollars for this much i like, like that well, like that why wow. that's what i was gonna ask is if yeah, they so had just, the real wasabi for casey in japan yeah yeah they had like like the good shit yeah it was great and mm. so and so anyways to sum it up like all the food was awesome every everything was awesome like people were amazing like it was a beautiful amazing country like you got like if you want to go see nature they got the nature if you want to go see city tech stuff they got all that like everything's great people are super nice the only thing i'd recommend is like yeah like wipes it, it would be good to to no not uh, do the toilets suppress us i mean just like for food like no, you know, no, your I, body's not used to no not really honestly like, my, my body was like, like oh, yeah not Japan, yeah. dude. My body was okay, like, okay. oh, it's way better like than clean. American food. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I had no issues. Yeah. The, the only thing I would say is, is it's just like they to expect that they know English. Well, there's yeah. two things. There's two things I would say about Japan that you should know if you're traveling out there is one, there's no trash cans anywhere. So like I mean there are some but like very we're, few. We're basically the but, trash cans there. Yeah. So like bring your trash, <laughs> find a trash can. Like in like a store or like a, like like so there's like Seven Eleven Lawson's uh, and Family Mart and like places like that that are like and then there's other ones with Japanese names but like those are the like like the like Seven Elevens and they have like great food like great it's like super rad but they have no trash cans and then the other thing is uh, um, I was gonna say oh yeah oh they don't speak they they speak English but not like you think like they don't really speak English like yeah those people yeah I so, I wouldn't I wouldn't think they would so, speak English at all yeah I mean like 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 for pretty much like most people don't really like a little bit you know so it's like this is the time we've been up in the we were in um Canada above Montreal mm -hmm. and we were like trying to order sandwiches and they were just like I don't, I don't know, dude. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like, they get, they're yeah. like, we'll take your American, American dollars because they're, they're worth more. They're like, fuck yeah, yeah right. Those I mean, I, I, I experienced that in Germany too, like in, yeah, in yeah, Berlin and stuff. You have to point at things, be like, can I get the, yeah, the mole, not one, but two, and you have to like, they're like, I don't know what one or two means. <laughs> you have to be like, <laughs> not one or two, but you have to like this one or my that one. Just fine. I'll, I'll take all the stuff so off. That Joseph, I don't want. tell us about your experience. Yeah, I want to. I want to know about because you guys yeah, were in totally me. different cultures. I want to well, know what it, if it was comparable. Yeah. So I had after the 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 um, vest, I kind of did like a family pilgrimage thing, and so we visited my. Yeah, we went to Sweden, but so by way of Berlin and the way there and back. Um, and so we you visited, went to Sweden from Berlin. We went to Berlin, and then we went to this small town on the Baltic called Greifswald, where my friend is has his family out there, and he's doing a postdoc at the university there. Um, nice. And then we went to Sweden by ferry, and stayed in Sweden for like two full days plus two travel days, and then we got back to Germany, and then went to this small town called Rheinsberg where there's like 
uh, it's like a, like a lake town with like a castle and my, 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 my wife did a, a academic retreat there. And nice. then, um, then we went to Berlin and headed back. So it was like very busy. I planned this shit out to a T like months in advance. I had the whole idea. And then I like got all the like details it locked in as we were preparing. And I, I'm very good at this shit. I'm, I'm like, I want to be a travel agent basically. Like I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah. on it. So yeah. yeah, I didn't, we didn't stay anywhere longer than three nights. It was like mostly one or two nights, um, everywhere. And then yeah. Highlights food wise. We visited my grandmother and had her homemade Swedish meatballs with mashed potatoes and the fucking jam. Nice. And it was like, dude, she's 89. And it was just as I remembered it from being a kid, even better. So that was the best meal by far. And then, yeah, we had some pretty, you know, like the food at the resort wasn't that great. The food at the uh, the fest, you know, there, there was enough like bad, worst, if you want to pick worst meal, I could get into it but you know like for me it wasn't like food wasn't like the highlight of the, the traveling it wasn't all about the food for me yeah. it was more about the people we saw and what we did but um fuck yeah let me think oh, yeah, yeah man it was it was fucking great i wanted to check on my my cousins in sweden if they're like listening to like swedish metal or any kind of metal or music at all and they're like That's oh yeah it. like we like sabaton and i was oh, like damn I was like, you got to listen to like Meshuggah. Have you heard of Meshuggah? No. Have you heard of Opeth? No. Have you heard of what the fuck? fuck In Flames, Amon Amarth, like all the bands I thought were big. They they hadn't heard of any of them, but they know that Sabaton. Trip. And then trip. I'm like, yeah, like Bismarck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is Sabaton? I felt like they were older, but I looked and they're actually like newer than all these bands. They're like 10, 20 years newer than nah. all the bands I just mentioned. I'm like, fuck, I'm old, man. Like, this sounds old as fuck. That feels like a band I missed. It's like a band. Damn, that I, dude, I if I you're heard. feeling old, dude, you're tethered to the the younger generation, dude. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, but but the kids are into like Sabaton, which in a way is weird because it's like older style, but they're like doing it fresh somehow and it's popular so do you think that know. they like use sabotage like the isn't that black sabbath sabotage or something <laughs> no it's sabaton. they're like pirate metal, like like european uh yeah. i don't even know dude. this mark like they use like an old <laughs> thing that's like close this to like an old school thing around. though i just said you're our tether dude and joel's dude. just like oh dude is that a black Joseph, sabbath I had, I had isn't it isn't it am i wrong i've yeah, Sabaton is the band he's talking about, which yeah, I yeah, but sabotage is the word I said, and then you misheard oh, it. Sabaton. Okay. No, I said sabotage is what I'm saying, but I'm saying that you think they took that album, and then like made like a similar logo, and it's like, oh yeah, this <laughs> <is> about it. <laughs> no, I think that uh... no, I'm saying I'm saying that everyone they took the old school logo of an old school album, and were like, you feel you feel you see it, and you're like, oh. I must have missed out on that because it's old. No, you can be like, I like Beastie Boys and I like There's... the song Sabotage. No, or... Sabaton. Sabaton is do you know Sabaton's logo, Casey? What does it look like? I do. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I How many? Dude, I have no idea. I, I had, okay, Mayfair or whatever, the Bismarck and the, all those songs. Dude, I had to play so many Sabaton songs with a student I had. It was like all into it. It was like random. It was like yeah. years ago, dude. Yeah, dude. I've done. The, the kids you know, are down. I, man. I know multiple Sabaton songs because of that. Like, yeah, how's it spelled? I feel like I've seen the logo they, they a million times. About like World War Two shit and like, yeah, 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 old yeah. stuff. Where it's, you feel like you missed out on it? No, it's, it's for uh, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> were talking about 
music for non-musicians. Sabaton is years ago. Not from yeah. the 80s, but 80s years ago. <laughs> Sabaton is for is for uh video game kids, not for musicians. It's not Sabaton. I need to look it up. Yeah, it's but they throw like shows and like my friend but, or my family uh, went and saw a Sabaton show and yeah, it's the logo I'm thinking of. Lunar. It's like if there was a, a metal like um uh, it's marching a, it's band. If there was a metal marching logo. band, the guy in the front would throw I mean, up a sabaton. Nothing dude. that we would like. It would come. It wouldn't come <laughs> nice. into our radar. Like you know, <laughs> the logo is like it looks but, like a logo that like you're like, oh yeah, that's one of those older yeah, bands that yeah. never caught on kind of thing. It's like, but yeah, they're from the same era as like fuck. Dragon Force. Like that's the generation <laughs> it's, it's, of power it, metal. Yeah. It's Dragon Force. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's power metal. It's like European war based power metal like like the lyrics are what was the dragon about, force album very that we love like a sonic firestorm I, cl I clicked their logo and it just took me to oh, a war site dude love to <laughs> literally took me to a war oh no it's their site no it was the rampage one what was the rampage one oh in inhuman rampage yeah dude that was the that was the soundtrack to odious mortem on bloodletting this is what i clicked on if in this joe or me this, were driving <laughs> oh, this is like a bunch of yeah. old this is sabaton's website and yep. just think of it's again trying to be old but they're younger See, it's, it's just like a, they're like an old if civilization the game was a band like where you just <laughs> conquer the fucking world or whatever yeah so anyway i i have a project now i have to like get my swedish cousins into actual good music so oh, yeah, that'll be hard but pulling the, like into the, the into the music of their country yeah literally get some swedes involved <laughs> yeah. well so sabaton is also swedish so i'm like but but not like that no, you know according to joel the speeds were involved in uh cryptic too <laughs> Oh, on that fucking black guy interview. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? Uh, black guy uh, interview. I, I called I called Casey and Dan. We're like, dude, what's going on? They're like, dude, we're fucking like everyone's just like couldn't I was like wasted. And I was like, I guess we gotta go. They're like the metal injection guys ushering. They're yeah. like, we guys come over here. They're like, we don't want to do it. Like you and Dan were both like, I'm all sick, dude. And then fucking Ivan was just like black, like completely black. We out. were all blacked <laughs> out, bro. I don't remember. I remember being pulled in, having to do an interview. I don't remember, no. I don't remember being in that room yet. <laughs> then somebody showed me footage of it. You what know? did you say? Like Swedish people played all the. All I don't know. I talked about Frank Zappa or something. I guess. No, I said. I said. Uh, well, whatever, dude. Like Swedish people played all the music. We just take all the credit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said. that's what it was. <laughs> and we just hired a bunch of Swedish people, yeah. like, and, they play. and then See, so it's just then me with my headphones, or not my headphones, my head, my glasses on the back of my head, like a fucking Cali. Dude, dork. Sabaton played all the music, and we just fucking yeah. <laughs> Sabaton guys played that. <laughs> that's all it was. It's Swedish. Uh, yeah, fuck. So shout out Dennis. I did think about trying to meet up with him. He lives oh, like. Yeah. Three hours drive oh, from who's Dennis? From our area. Gnarly. Who's the Dennis? menace, dude? You ever yep. fucking watch cartoons? I love um, Dennis, dude. I'd love to get a fucking part. Well, he's been. It would be a part three. Well, part. okay, so I'll just spoil it right now. There's going to be a retromorphosis episode. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, you sent you sent me some final tracks. I'm like, I don't. I want to listen to it when it's done. Oh, it's almost done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like. Yeah, I, I heard the the preliminary your drum tracks. I was like, oh my god, well, the drums are be Yeah, but the 
Dennis <laughs> is doing the vocals. I every think time I'd hear, every time I hear you, yet, but you post, you send something to me, and I'm just like, suck Casey's dick. Like, dude, you're the sickest person ever. Like, <laughs> nah, I would, like I, no, I, I, no, I would send like messages back, like, you're the best drummer. I was just like, because I was so impressed and so stoked oh, on like what I heard. And it was like literally like you playing to a fucking guitar pro. And I was like, yeah, yeah oh yeah. my god, this is how so cool sick. is it to be in a band <laughs> with a guy that you're continuously impressed. Well, I love by. that this podcast kind of spawned of. You know, we got possessions oh, from the spawn of that of, yeah. of us like getting together yeah. and being dumb and talking together. It's like, and that... let's just toot our own horn a little bit more, guys. It was oh, actually cool, I wanted to toot Casey's horn. And no, I wanted to us and Casey the most because I just want to say that that wouldn't have happened if we didn't bro down for those three, four well, hours. One hundred percent, of course. Yeah. The day after, Dennis and... sent us a, a awesome heartfelt message that yeah. that really made us feel like oh shit we're making an impact with the people that we're talking to a little bit do you know? me a favor and watch the our old episodes and how much more like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed we are versus now <laughs> yeah. like yeah fuck I, did, I used to drink energy drinks before this and people thought i was doing coke <laughs> you were like I mean, this you were like anthony's like this anthony's like I used to drink like, bangs. Like, like, I used to drink yeah, bangs before totally. these things, dude. Yeah, yeah. totally. And now he's just all like, "Yeah, dude, fucking, you know." Like, I, I fucking that well, I the energy that. drinks fucked me up, dude. So I had to stop. But it literally was bad. No, we were all dude. terrified getting into this, like you know, like speaking forum, and like we have to all look at each other and be like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, Ricky, I, I'm sorry, yeah, dude. Yeah. I really." I kind of feel like I wish I was, dude. But it's such <laughs> a think, it's, it's, it's such a weekly thing now that we're just like, what's up? I don't dude? think you know, Kelly Schaefer. I went to go pee and I was like, oh, we're talking to Kelly Schaefer. Like, I, it's a rad day. <laughs> but I was like, before I'd be like, oh. In the first Kelly Schaefer episode, I was like, fucking having a panic attack. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, that that's like eighty yeah. some eighty it's plus just episodes. Humans, we're yeah. humans. We get used think, to something. It's just like you know, I don't think any member of this pod or this of the host of this podcast has been on coke doing the episode but never i'm never. necessarily saying that about the guests but yeah try any uh yeah. yeah maybe they yeah there might be a guest we should do a coke episode five in there <laughs> oh, just, God, dude, yeah, we, all, we all do a line at a time. coke episode uh, dude. i hate <laughs> that shit i know yeah we just we not up being like seven hours time, long like yeah no, no. all right so it would be morning the last four hours of me and Joel just being like, nah, dude, you no. stop, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the best Seven Dust album, dude? What are you talking about? <laughs> <Seven Dust Hour. laughs> so I, I didn't get to hang out with Dennis, even though he was not that far. I mean, definitely the closest I've ever been to him. But I did get to hang out with Lele in Germany. Oh, that's in nice. Berlin. So sick. Yes. yes. Yep. He, he, I, I went into his house. I played his guitar. Oh, and really? Fucking, what did you do? Uh, you know, I jerked him off a little. What's the first <laughs> riff you played on his guitar? Uh, fucking Wombful of Scabs by Discord, obviously. Nice, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then we went out and uh, we met um, this other drummer named Alex Simpson and his partner, um, Maricela, who's also Lily's ex, in fact. Um, and we were like just a tight little four. Like they hang out all the time, the three of them. And then it was just me. And then uh lily is just a fucking super rad guy i just love that yeah. guy so much he's such an inspiration and a hero but he's also like just a chill hang good human and, and um 
he gave Another me a sweatshirt two, i'd love he just like he's like this is our leftover defeated sanity merch do you want a hoodie and i'm like of course can i give you something i literally tried to offer him the shirt off my back i'm like i'm wearing a last lucy and my wife was just like don't no just take the hoodie and then i like ended up <laughs> yeah. buying lily some like sodas to make up for you know to pay he's all, i'm trying to get rid yeah. of cloth not gain cloth <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like just don't tell jacob <laughs> i'm like Fuck, i just blew it um but yeah, dude, awesome, fucking man. rad time and uh shout out Lele. And then uh he's actually been trying to uh, he's been dealing with some some stuff. So shout out Lele. Hopefully your condition improves in time for you to record the new defeated sanity record. Yeah, and, dude. Most yeah, definitely, yeah. dude. I mean, sure. that's the guy that we want to mm-hmm. see continue, stuff. obviously. So it's like oh yeah. Yep. Whenever especially with uh the splash he's made. I I don't know a drummer anywhere near him in all that I've watched and listened. So I have this list of the best like guitarists slash drummers. It's Casey's on there and then Lille and Naveen and Hannes Grossman. And the fact that it's like two guys from California and two guys from Germany. I like that sort of like symmetry right there. What a great time to be alive, guys. Casey's the sickest, dude. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Damn it. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's true. It is. I know, true. I, 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 my dad wasn't into death metal at all, and just like him coming to see a, <laughs> an odious show or a decrepit show, I forget what it was, but he was in his his best friend's a fucking drummer that like, plays with like those King's X Symphony X stuff, and he's an old man, like shreds drumming, and he was just all like, "The fuck is that guy?" He was just like, he watched Casey. He's like, "What the fuck is that guy doing? That guy is insane! Like, what the?" It's like yeah. a next level, yeah. whatever. Casey doesn't like it, but whatever. No, Casey doesn't like it, and, and Casey's it. actually trained us to not do this as much. But, but actually, it makes me want to do it after a couple. Please days. stop. Since Please we, stop immediately. But since we started doing the show, we end up getting to these points where we end up getting these platforms where we can praise our homie. And it's not even about praising a homie, though. It's what pisses me off is I can't say this, but this is my actual opinion. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Oh. <laughs> But no, Casey doesn't like compliments. Is, but he's new, one of my favorite drummers of all time. A new, if you're excited, then it's a new Odia song. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. Shit, I, uh, I, know, I, know, I, know. I know. You guys. And I plugged it hard on box and hops. Yes. Too, dude, yes. So, so yeah. nice deflection. Uh, we'll see when it comes <laughs> out, but hopefully next year. And uh, yes, I'm very excited and proud of my brothers i'm very in that album and it's going to be it might be the favorite thing i've ever put out i don't know Hell uh, yeah. so far that's, I, that's why i'm so excited about it. you uh everybody who has contributed to it so far alex carrie and casey um dude i i literally am so so blown away by you guys on this record dude and i just don't i don't want to come up short i want to be right there with you guys and the ideas that we've fleshed out for this album i it's in my head every day I, I'm adding to it in <laughs> in my head every day, and and now I'm at a point where I can't half-ass this shit. I gotta I gotta make this story what it is, and um, I promise you uh, guys that 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 is always gonna be in my head when I finally yeah. 
make my performance because Anthony, I, you always deliver a great performance man like dude Casey, thank you yeah. dude you're I, I mean, that, dude. yes so are you guys dude and i'm, I'm yeah. still that's why i'm working with you guys I, actually i'm with casey right this, so i don't like talking dude. about all like <laughs> casey's 100 like, uh, i i never have had any second thoughts about casey casey well, i'm so glad always... that casey's like the best musician in the group because i don't I, w- I would hate if people were like dude joel you're so I'm like, Can you <laughs> fuck off, dude. I don't want to hear you. Uh, it's not nah. about it's not about any of that stuff. We can rub each other's backs all we want and <laughs> give each other's shoulder rubs and all that. But version. Point is, so let's just let's just <laughs> get it done wrong. and let's just uh, put uh, out the material. And yeah. you know, it's yeah. gonna be great. And like, I'm excited. And also the retromorphosis shit, like. It's it, basically Dennis is almost done with the vocals as far There's as I know. So my um, cool ideas. There's some insane shit too. I've heard, and Christian's oh, solos are like, in dude, insane. that band like, is. You're gonna oh, yeah. not even and, and Erlen's be... bass and all that. This dude, is I, the proper. Yeah, I'm very cool. excited about about these new things coming out, and uh, it's like the best band ever coming the, out. The new Odia stuff. The like the the whole situation i'm not gonna uh how can i say this um how it's going to be released will be very uh announced can't mm-hmm. yet very until it's very all announced. Uh, it'll be so i, I can't announced. wait until <laughs> it's like so all announced. done i guess we can't announce like how it's going to be released but but we have like everything set up lots there's of family a, there's involved. a new odious mortem album coming out and there's a new retro retromorphosis album coming out and yes we're basically representing so much UL on those releases, right? Whoa, there, uh, UL! I, I just said representing. Wait. I just said representing. I mean, they were all. You'll you'll wait until the <laughs> rep- representation gets released, dude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna toot my own horn because I like to uh, yes. throw my little blow that horn at fucking yeah. serious. Oh, Last of Lucy are you know, I know are, I did. <laughs> Last of Lucy <clears throat> are submitting. Uh, well, we recorded and got the masters a while ago. We were submitting like the layout and all that shit to the label. Uh, should be out next year. It's called God Form. And um, we also are now on the Continental touring roster. So expect to see Last of Lucy next year touring a little more. And yeah, should be sick. So that's what's going on with that band. And uh, but no, like honestly, the new Odious, the new Retro, I've been able to hear it. Like it's fucking yeah, it's amazing. Very Thanks, psyched. brother. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, and, and and I have full confidence in you, Anthony. Just, you know i know i i know that i just need to have full confidence in myself i'm fleshing out the story completely this is i i've gotten so far into this story that i have to finish it so um yeah that's very important to me is take me all the way into your subconscious it's the the true sequel to cryptic and casey and i laid out a thing that made my brain continuously add to it so i uh i'm very happy with all the cool shit that's come up in this uh writing process you know and and there's some really cool ideas that i feel are 
very um, distinct in the odious realm. They they tie right back to us, and I just think it's cool. It, it, it's not an. I don't necessarily think it's an original idea, but it is something to take from cryptic and and expand on. That's if anybody's into cryptic, that 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 album. It it gets to a nothingness. Well, what happens after that nothingness? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, more like yeah. cryptic. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I know you're you're when I was uh on my second to last sentence, I heard a deep breath and I was like, Yep, I need to stop talking about this one now. For sure. All right, dudes, you've gone you three fuckers, hours. Dude. Hey, hey, hey. Stop muting me. You're it's muting me. me once. It's I didn't me. mute you. It's me. No, if you yeah, just tap you, if you tap I mute on saw, Anthony, saw, he gets so I'm pissed. Just, I, didn't, I haven't I done it for a while. Because now I saw it last time, and I was like, what? Anthony, I have no idea. Man. I'm, just, yeah. I'm just teasing you. It's me. Watch. I got, I got the word I, and. I you missed the word and. I don't mix you bad. It's all right. I'm just we being should do more. Yeah, else gets muted except for the I'm host. Being, I, I got muted. I got early. All right, it's all right. It's all right. All right. All right. Joseph, more Joseph. Yeah, that's no, all. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. We're wrapped up. Let's. We're at the three, uh, let's, the three hours. I'll yes. hang out with uh, yeah. you. Take soon, out the trash. You even sooner. And Casey, we got to hang last. Yes, month. you're close to cool. me, dude. You're an hour away from me now. It's it's very. That's a bullshit. Fucking yep. Pacifica is an hour and forty minutes away from us. I got like food poisoning from, from Burger King that night. That was terrible. Just oh, fuck. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah. I was like, what's up, man? And I was like, my stomach. I was like, uh, would you? Order? I remember that. I knew that yeah, you were saying, having a rough time. Up. Yeah, it was it was just not the way to go. I always get food poisoning from fast food when I'm like going in between Santa Cruz and Sacramento. I'm like, I'm gonna stop yeah. in Lodi and get a fucking uh, <laughs> like something random, like in a random offshoot place. Taco I'm Bell's like, like the only option, basically. Taco Bell's got me food poisoning twice. Really? Uh, but, uh, yeah, like really? bad one. I've got to go to the hospital because. Well, really? Yeah. Yeah. Food poisoning aside, it was great that Casey. <laughs> diarrhea though, but diarrhea. <laughs> i'm gonna meet myself what's in this i'm gonna meet myself dude thank yeah. no just just thank you for filming the dreamer set of course it was instrumental we, our vocalists oh, yeah fucking yeah joel i'm just gonna pretend i'm talking what joel's saying piss <laughs> i like to piss i'm a piss drinker and piss <laughs> enjoyer in general piss enjoyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that, was that, that dreamer cool? set was you piss did. as fuck dude we, we're working on, you know, the record is coming. Cool. Just tell BD to fucking stop playing video games and be. Well, maybe we might be able to tell him next week. Um, He's like, we got a, uh, enough, but... we got a oh, big yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun next... episode that Casey's been putting together. Dude. Yeah. So next week is our three year anniversary episode 150. Dude, years. what the fuck are we doing and... here, guys? 150 oh, episodes? Yeah, we're very excited about next week, though. We have a lot of people that are coming on. It's going to be a smorgasbord of good times. Um, we have some people that are that are surprises for 
Joel, he's for me beautiful. too. I, I want him to be a surprise. We got some surprise homies that you guys would just be like, "What?" Yes, dude. Represent. Well, I've been trying to yeah. get on the pod for like a long time. I don't give it away. Anyways, surprises that might happen. So three years next week, guys. Yeah, I brought some shirts up here. So if you want to buy a shirt, I will still order or yeah, I will still ship it to you. Um, got my printer right here, so I can print my fucking shipment labels. Maybe, maybe we'll do a little sale for the three-year anniversary. You buy it during the live. No, I'll I'll pack a little cocaine in the package. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, the we'll pack a little coke in there. We alluded to. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not doing anything um, illegal ever. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next week, yeah. starting at eight p.m next thursday three percent off dude october 5th <laughs> extravaganza episode that's true it's gonna be 1886 instead of yes. 20 yeah I've, I've been leaving this as a surprise i just want to be hit with everybody that we're gonna see and i, I just want to hang yeah. and i want to hang with you guys as so the many people i can announce that i just i kind of want to just like leave it yeah no um, dude. yes We'll we don't see. have new artwork like we did last year. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll put something funny up. Not there. yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what up? Still a week. So why are you on mute? Just click the button, dude. He's acting like he's on mute. He's not really on. No, mute. he is on mute. He is really on mute. I can this see. This is the most it. fun I've ever had. I just get to keep like yelling over <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys he's, been, he's literally been talking shit about me <laughs> the whole time. I'm no, there. I haven't. Like, read my lips. If you're fucking, no, you're not deaf enough as yeah. me. If, you, if you're <laughs> deaf, you could read my lips. <laughs> I'm just talking about piss the whole time. Yeah. He's just like, you and you inter, you inter, interjected too, way too many times with Kelly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to go ahead and it's like the mute thing. It's fun. It's, it's, no, ther- it's my fine. therapy, dude. Yeah. And, I, and it's one less person. So I'm just good to have. I love my that. Own I love that Kelly yeah. thought your shirt was legit. <laughs> he was all dude. So when I first showed up there, when I first showed up in the in the in the world pre-podcasting, he's like, "Dude, this guy got a smash." I know he's all like, "Okay." Favorite reason to episode, he's just kind of looking. I think the top layer. He's kind of like just like, like these guys are like. I'm like, all talking about like like gnarly bands. He's like, "Dude, we just got a smash smash on," so I can't agree with him fully on things. Whoa. By the way, rest in peace, singer of Smash Mouth. Who? Yeah, I, dude. Even All right, yeah. Yeah. I know we're giggling at it. that. That definitely uh, was like, true. whoa, dude, that's uh, crazy. Did you watch his last show? Yeah. I mean, not to be. But now that you right. said that, I don't. Yeah. We'll go watch yeah. it. We'll go watch Body. Yeah. Who's going to watch? All right, dude, totally. For sure.